Wake up, gamers, because you're listening to Big Think Dimension with Dan and Bob Video Games. Bob, this story will never end. That's good. KZ Excellent. My roster got leaked. Mr. Feels Wild Ride. My roster didn't get leaked. And Dr. Agro. I'm starting to feel like the rest of my life is the dream and only the summer of gaming is real. <laughs> Here on Gigaboo. <laughs> bark, bark. <laughs> we can't stop here. This is gaming territory. <laughs> Bob and I did not eat something horrible this week. <laughs> no, nothing not good? worthy. I guess that's good. That's probably for the best. That's yeah. probably for the best. I, th I think I think we've got enough shit going on in our lives that we don't need to eat something potentially dangerous. <laughs> yeah. For example, I listened to listen to over an hour and a half of Balan music today. Yeah, Good we sure you. did. I'm, I'm glad it didn't pipe in here. Yeah, lucky you. Lucky you. Uh, yeah, we need to talk about Silent Hill too, Bob. Yeah, we do. That's, we we played one good thing now last we, week. We need to one. front load this because some people will hear what we're about to say. Did the MacBook just choose now to turn <laughs> Some people will hear what we're about to say and assume something bad, okay? Uh-oh. Uh, so I'm going to front load this now. That game was great to play through. I enjoyed discovering what Silent Hill 2 is. Uh -oh. I had a great time. I'm so excited about the rest of Silent Hill. Uh-oh. <laughs> Let's talk about Silent Hill 2, Bob. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Have you ever in your life experienced a game so thoroughly, almost 100% built out of hallways and doors? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, that's it, baby. That every dungeon was a series of hallways and doors was insane. <laughs> it was so good. Yep. We went to an apartment. That's what buildings are. But here's the thing. <laughs> when you get to the other side of doors, normally there are large, elaborate rooms with meaning and purpose. Oh. Everyone felt like a cubicle. <laughs> so yeah, we no. went to an apartment <laughs> complex, and there are multiple floors. And it's like, okay, yeah, we got, we got hallway, 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 doors, 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 doors. And it's literally most video games... They don't model all the doors that you expect in a building. They, oh, they're like, uh, there's going to be trash in front of this one. This one will be obviously broken. There's going to be some reason you can't. They, you will literally, at the end of that game, reach a floor of a building and go, there are 50 doors to check. Yep. <laughs> you have to check the knob, make sure it works. <laughs> Sounds like oh, horror no. to me. <laughs> and it was amazing because you hit that first thing. And it's an apartment building. And I'm like, I'm really excited to get out of this apartment building and go to the place we're supposed to go, which is down the street from here. We just got distracted. We thought it was cool, so we went in. And then we can't leave the apartment building for some reason. And we're like, well, that's bizarre because what we actually want to go to is down the street. Eventually, we figure out how to go up to, I believe it was the second or third floor of the building, jump out the window to another apartment complex... And work through all those doors and things to find all the correct things to leave that one. And it ends up, you exit that building on a side because apparently a thing was going to block us from going to the place we were supposed to go. So we're like, okay, this makes a lot more sense now that we understand we were supposed to hit that roadblock mm -hmm. and then come to this apartment. Then you go to a hospital that is weirdly apartment-like. <laughs> <laughs> and at some yeah. point, 
me and Bob just start slipping into a fugue state of no, not all buildings are just hallways. No, why is everyone telling? <laughs> like normally, you have large rooms that serve purposes and things. It was very funny. It was very funny. Yeah, and I, I'm also so used to like say Resident Evil or something where they have the conceit of it's a very strange place. Right. You have a lot of bizarre rooms that don't actually make sense, and in here it's. No, there are, in fact, just hallways. Yeah, this is a fucking a apartment building. You know how many people live here? And I'm like, yes, because I tried all of their doors. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, yeah, it's really fascinating. I don't think I've ever played a game like that before in my life. No. <laughs> and then you get that That's can what you of want. light bulbs. Right? Yeah. It, a can of light bulbs? Yes, that's a yes. thing. You use a can opener on a giant thing that it's an industrial sized container like you would expect industrial sized can of nacho cheese. You can mm. open it and it goes light bulbs. <laughs> what? I love that game. <laughs> like tightly packed fluorescence or? Uh, they were incandescents and nowhere near tightly packed. It was just, eh, here's five of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just really weird. Yeah. Which I, I I get it. No, I haven't seen all of the Saw movies. Right. But <laughs> I've seen most. Is that a thing? Nah. Just open the light bulb can and nah. dunk. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't, you know, I'm hungry. And then he steps away from the puppet to just eat fucking light bulbs. No, that doesn't that doesn't really happen. Uh yeah, that that game was super interesting. There are a lot of endings. As as a Resident Evil fan, I was always kinda jealous, but not in a negative way. Like I was like Oh, that's that's really cool that Silent Hill has all these different endings. You know, there's this ending and then this ending and then this ending. And it's really hard to determine which one's bad per se. And then there's the quirky ending. And as a yeah. Resident Evil fan, I was like, oh, I wish I wish we had that. But every time it's the same ending. Nuke the place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised Resident Evil 4 doesn't end with we nuked all of Spain <laughs> just to be safe. Yeah, just in uh, case. So, uh, because we don't know where which way the voting's gonna go on months yet. We don't know if a Silent Hill month might happen. Mm -hmm. We didn't look up any information on the other endings. Because in that month, we'll play through the HD collection unpatched. Unpatched? <laughs> yes. <laughs> in its full you, glory. Do, do, you, do, you you under, do you understand Bolt. that Silent Hill 3 on the HD collection runs at 60% speed? No, no, we're playing shoot two again on that. I don't oh, think we okay, guarantee okay. playing shoot three. You'll be a little safer. You'll be slightly safer. Yeah, and you two. get to enjoy Troy Baker, James Sunderland. Yes, and that's stroke-inducing. The I'm, thought I'm, that they recast him. Yeah, I'm, I'm very curious how that goes. But see, here's oh, the thing: wanna, we've already you, had the holistic experience of playing Silent Hill two the way it was intended. Right now, it's time for this. <laughs> Comic Sans. <laughs> uh, so, so do you want to know why they recast uh, James Sunderland? Uh, I think they didn't want to pay him or any of the other actors. Yeah, because they got they, because recast well, because they, they did they, the mocap as well. Part of it was that uh, they they like people like to say, "Oh, guy, see, he is crazy," and mm. he is a little bit. But the bigger reason is that guy, see, he has consistently like his whole life been like voice actors should get royalties for the things they work on. Yes. <laughs> And apparently yeah. that's enough to, to get you in everybody's black book. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's how that works. Yeah, th there's, a, <laughs> there's enough of a blowback on that that they did, in fact, put the old voices in two, but not three. <laughs> three they just won't... has JPG anime voice actors in it. Ugh. That must be weird. 
Yeah, I think I think Heather's voice by like Yukiko from Persona 4. It's really fucked up. That must be weird. That might be another thing where we have to play both three and right. three HD collections. Yeah, yeah I, I genuinely funny. think that would be neat. Because, man, nothing makes your game running at 60% speed more noticeable than you just played it at 100% the whole way through. On a PlayStation 2. <laughs> just just yep. find a way to run them both off the same controller and they're not within cut. <laughs> One moment, guys. We got to catch up the PS3. <laughs> or 360. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed Silent Hill 2. Um, I really like the ending we got. For anyone who's curious, we got the in-water ending. Uh, I don't oh, know nice. how much how much of spoilers we're talking about for Silent Hill 2, a game that's 19 years old, 18, 20 years old, 21 years old. <laughs> yeah, I think it's 21 now uh, or at least later this year. Uh, I, I am going to sp spoil that ending lightly for anyone who doesn't recognize in water and which ending that means. Who's played the game. Uh, that is the ending where we did not heal ourselves enough. We looked mm -hmm. at the knife at all. So yeah. the conclusion of the game is James Sunderland drives his truck off the cliff and drowns himself. Yep. That'll be the only ending in the Bloober Team version. <sighs> I know. That, that was just such a moment as I had played the medium the week prior mm. where I went, hmm. Mm. Yeah, the, the only difference is Mary will say do it. Mm-hmm. Her eyes will start arcing electricity. She'll become my former <laughs> landlord when I ask for the security deposit back. Yep. No, that sure was a fool's errand. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. I'm super looking forward to, like, if not during these dual theme months, and I'm really not trying to influence the vote, um, then eventually getting back to these. Right. Because just the things I know about Silent Hill, like... Silent Hill 1 and 3 are directly connected. 2 is like some weird extra dimensional does not connect in ways yeah. that make a ton of sense. And that's really cool. That is super tight. And like usually mm -hmm. that's the bad one that people don't like. Right. Usually right. it's instead Silent Hill 2 <coughs> is supposed to be the best. Mm -hmm. The. The. The best. The. Uh, we did decide though, you know, if it does end up one of those dual theme months, obviously I would have to cosplay James Sunderland. Bob would have to dress as the chick from 3. <laughs> Anyways, uh, can we move on to the next game, Bob? Uh, sure. I was... Yeah, I guess I don't have anything I mean, you else can, to say. You sure? I, I'm surprised that the combat was better than, than expected for a PS2 horror game. Yeah. Because people kept saying, like, no, you gotta avoid enemies. Like, no, we clubbed every we, one of them and had tons of extra health. We had six ampules. Ampules fill your health completely and make you temporarily invincible by the end of the game! And, like, two more healing items and got the bad ending because we didn't just constantly drink up the moment we took damage. Which, apparently, we should have. Yeah, who knew? Um, your, your health is important. Yeah. It's to take care of yourself. But yeah, yeah, before yeah. you drive your truck off the cliff. I was really surprised that the, the clubs and stuff didn't break at all. Like, there's no durability yeah. system to, to it, so it literally is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, just keep, keep hitting these dudes. Yeah. Yeah, like we ended it with a hundred something bullets for the handgun too. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. This game we, isn't balanced like a survival horror game. Is yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, most uh. survival horror games are very much you got to be careful. You got to not waste your consumables. You got to keep track of your ammo. This take. Yeah, it was very strange. Uh, also, I really like that this version, at least, which I think the original did, but I'm not positive. It might just be greatest. It's exclusive has riddle level. <laughs> Yes, and one, of, yeah. one, one of the most fascinating things about Silent Hill 2, no one ever explained to me. It ran, it generates a seed at the beginning to determine mm -hmm. the solution to all the puzzles. 
Huh. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Like I, yeah. I really enjoyed Silent Hill too. Um, unfortunately, after that, <laughs> we played twelve minutes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when I heard that, I gasped. Welcome. <laughs> welcome. Welcome, brother. <laughs> Congrats. I think we found this bullet. Literally. Now, maybe you can tell me that I'm wrong. I think this is the worst point and click ever made. <laughs> No. <laughs> okay. 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 Was a wide release. Oh. Yeah. The jank sea is yeah, vast in yeah, this it, one. It, but if yes. you're out there looking for like new grounds and stuff, you can find something worse. I'm sure. It it is incredible that like everybody <clears throat> talks about the plot twist of the game. They're like, it's about this. Isn't that terrible? And I'm like, it could be well executed. I don't know. I'd have to see it. Yeah, it's literally out. like uh, if this offends you, you better get ready for high school history class and learn about Oedipus. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, we play it, and I'm like, I love the concept of taking a small area, making it highly interactive, and doing a loop type gameplay so you can explore that more and more. And they somehow turn that into my worst nightmare. <laughs> Like all of these things that became, there are insanely long trees. You must follow these branches all the way down on. And then they change one thing at the end. And I'm like, well, clearly, because so like a lot of the time they'll change the, the option, the dialogue option from grayed out to white to let you know there's a new option at the end of that branch. And I'll go all the way down there and then I'll say something else to the cop and the cop will be like, fuck you and punch my teeth out. And I'm like. I'm really glad that was the last 10 minutes of my life. <laughs> like, thanks, game. Thanks for all these things that look like ways to save my wife from this intruder. I'm glad I wasted 45 minutes getting my shit kicked in by Willem Dafoe. And, and the cool thing is, on paper, they add different animations each time to certain things. Like, oh, you get better at dancing as you loop that. Hmm. You, get, you, you fighting Willem Dafoe, trying to confront him physically, you do better each time and oh. then you stop doing better mm-hmm. yeah just stops. that seeming for no reason yeah <laughs> you just cannot out mind game willem <laughs> defoe so we spent a long ass time playing that game because we would not let chat tell us uh-huh. what the solution was we're like no chat this is the gameplay loop let us explore each of these decision branches and each of these dialogue branches and all these different things and then we'll figure out what the game is in a vacuum, which is what we're interested in with this specifically. Because that's the type of gameplay where it's like, if you know what to do, it's four minutes long. Mm-hmm. Right? We didn't yeah, want that. We didn't want yeah, to experience it. What's the point of your playthrough just being different than everyone else's just because people in chat are insane? I, but yeah, so, so we, get to, we get to experience the whole thing. Uh, flushing stuff down the toilet ended up not being used for anything, which I was just confused by. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like ev- almost everything in that game is like that too. You can open all the the vents. Yeah, you can and do nothing. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of interactivity that goes nowhere. In fact, I wasn't even sure why you could sit on the couch until I found out one of two things that explained why you could sit on the couch. And neither of those were technically 
One of those was kind of a solution, but not really. Yeah, but I mean, that, that's the kind of thing you want in a, in a small escape room style game. A lot of like, I know. this doesn't go anywhere, but it's an option you've got, but it didn't work. Try something else. Right. And that sounds good. It really does. And without playing it, I would 100% be on that page of mm-hmm. the interactivity is the point of it. But then you find 900 threads that go nowhere and two that do. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it shows like you need multiple distinct fulfilling solutions to that game yeah that there's only one way to knock out the cop seems insane in a game with this many different things yeah yeah we literally did everything else possible physically in that game before we were like oh this is the way you knock out the cop Mm -hmm. this is funny because of course to anyone paying attention casey told us during game of the year but we didn't fucking store that yeah Yeah. like we listened to him for the intent of that conversation well, like, I listened to you during that conversation, paid attention during that conversation, but past that point, it's like, yeah, I don't want to hold on to grab that. Grab onto, it goes away. Right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's just so, fr- it's like, they made a frustration simulator. Yeah. It's yeah. very strange. Like, I, I broke down and looked up a guide for that game the moment I did a loop and, like, got a new conversation and exhausted the new conversation and then did a hundred other things that went nowhere. Mm-hmm. And went back and did the last loop I did exactly the same way I did it. And for no reason, there's new dialogue now. Yes, that does happen. I didn't didn't learn a new thing. Mm -hmm. I just now have new dialogue to say. Because we did the loop again. Mm -hmm. It was, uh, they really took something that should have been absolutely in my wheelhouse and turned it on me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, same here. Where I was like, I'm interested in this because I like this concept a lot. And and then it was terrible the whole way. Yeah, and like they they did a good job of porting that game to controller. It's it's got some cool like fast forward quality of life stuff. Yeah, yeah, but it's rotten at its core. Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's unfortunate. That that one thing you can do that just makes you go, "Now we'll wait." I was like, "Thank God this game has this." <laughs> yes, but it was driving Bob insane because every time he said, "Now we'll wait." Bob's like, isn't that a line for the Simpsons where Homer hides in the bushes? It's like, no, he technically said time to play. Now we play the think uh, the waiting game. (laughs) (laughs) It's all I could think of every time. Yeah, I. (sighs) Yeah, it was a. It was a shame, and I think that may be the last game I play on Game Pass because my Game Pass is ending. (laughs) Uh, Ending on top, going out with a bang. (laughs) Yep. Truly, I ended it on the most. Wait, what? What? (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) ended on the most Game Pass game I could have ended on. Um, we also played Kung Fu Chaos. (laughs) You you did? We sure did. Yeah, we we beat Kung Fu Chaos. Uh, the funny oh. thing is they locked the last two levels to you perfecting the whole game. Jesus Christ. So we were, like, psychopath. we were yeah. like, nope, yep. you saw an ending. Fuck wow. that. Who made that game? <laughs> Ninja Theory. Okay. I was like, I remember that title being attached to something. That, that had importance and mattered. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was the final game of our Ninja Theory week. Yeah, we tried, to do it. we tried to do it for Ninja Oof. Theory Week. The reason why we couldn't get to it is uh, that game does not let you force 480p. It is a 480i game, and it will just break if you force 480p. Wow. Now, this sounds simple. Dan, don't force 480p. Problem, 
I don't have control of that on our modded Xbox. <laughs> it is just going to output an HDMI signal that's 480p, and you games better go along with this, or we're just going to crash this plane into the ground. Uh, so we played it. Now, when I heard about this game, I didn't expect... I didn't expect at all for it to be... Let me turn this around the other way. I expected it to be a, a Power Stone-like, Smash-like sort of... 3D action party fighter, right? Mm -hmm. What I didn't expect is it's also part Mario Party. Yes. And it just changes per cool. level what it is. So it's cool. like, in this level, you're in this Ninja Theory style, Ninja Theory as fuck, giant environment that's blowing up and falling apart as all of these things happen. You need to escape and fight the ninjas. And then the next level, it's like, do that again, but it's the Titanic. And I'm like, did we run out of ninja themed? And the answer is yes. Uh, but then after the Titanic level, it's like, you feel bad for kicking the ass of all those ninjas. Throw them the life-saving, life-protector rings, like flotation devices in the water. So now it's Mario Party and you just... I was like, like which, which iToy game was this again? Dude, people said that in chat. Yeah, there they're watching several. it and they're like, this, this is an iToy game. And I'm like, no, those oh, are more fun. <laughs> I played those. Agro had those. That was fun. I toys wholesome. This, mm. there was, there was more than a little subtly racist. This <laughs> very what's the term? High key racist. Uh, yeah, I feel like it didn't because the idea and what all the reviewers at the time said is that it's a really good parody of you know you know those sort of like low budget kung fu films back then. You know, not Bruce Lee, but all the knockoff stand-ins and etc. of the era. Uh, I know none of them, like, by name, but I've seen a few. None of them seem to land as parodies of that. A lot of them just seem to be, I'm going to say stereotypical lines every time a moment, the moment to say a line happens. It, it, a lot of times what you encounter, very specifically when it comes to 70s kung fu films, I have found, is that, yeah. oh, it's a parody of 70s kung fu films. Like, no. You haven't watched any of those. <laughs> what you're doing is repeating shit you saw on cartoons as a kid. Yes. You are just <laughs> aping the parody you saw. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that's that game. Mm -hmm. It's... You, see, you kick the ass of a character and then you say, I'll avenge you. And that's the level of disconnect the whole game has when it comes to, like... I think at one point they said for my family. Oh, family. I yeah, can't. Yeah, oh, no, was, no oh, there was a harsh accent. Yeah, no, so. everyone like for people who don't know character. We played through most of the game as Zui Tan Sour. <laughs> the chop and sticks it, was it, not an option we considered, but they were also there. So was Captain Wonton. Mm hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's great that Ninja like, Theory never progressed, ever. <laughs> I mean, names like that are basically like walking through any grocery frozen aisle these days. Uh-huh. I mean, have you checked the brand names? Shit like In of Asian? Yes. <laughs> yes, In of Asian was the one that gave me a stroke out of all of them. That was the one where I drew the line. I was like, guys, come on. That's a, that's a real brand of frozen food for anyone who doesn't know. It's... Knocking it out of the park. Uh, but yeah, there was one character, because all these characters are like that, right? We have like 
I don't know. I didn't count them. Eight characters that are like that. And then two characters. One of them's ditzy blonde chick on rollerblades. What was her name? Candy Roll? I think that's right, yeah. It's, uh, a, it's a video game. Okay. And then there was the black exploitation character who I already forgot the name of. Yeah, but she remember. was really good. She was she was actually our lifesaver at the end because much like someone joked about in chat, we hit a difficulty spike that took us 40 fucking minutes to get past one level. Yeah, that was basically the final level. Because our our character was like terrible and that <laughs> level was ball busting god what was her name lucy cannon see like loose cannon because oh, she's got a gun that that's oh, smarter okay. than most of them yes oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh yeah and that's it it was a terrible time yep recommended to no one it's still better <laughs> than the medium in 12 minutes though <laughs> gets a three the medium gets a two 12 minutes gets a one that's that's the scale we really gave kung fu chaos the biggest buff we possibly could have and we thought we did the same for 12 minutes but (laughs) that was terrible yeah anyways um aside from that i played skate city on my phone it's an apple arcade game skating game you uh have touch controls and stuff that you can also use a controller i didn't have enough time to get used to using a controller but this controls on this game are very strange because they're trying to make a skateboarding game on a phone so, so right hold the Virtu- phone level and then you, you kick flip it yeah <laughs> you just flip the fucking phone over um you use your left thumb you get a virtual joystick when you put it down okay. you stick it in any direction you'll do certain types of flips if you want a manual you then need to hit the upper left part of your phone before you land so is this is this like a skateboard game with 3D with a camera 3D graphics, you? 3D graphics, okay. but 2D playing field, oh, okay. which you your character will automatically go into the foreground and background to grind on things. Okay. Um, but it is just you push the lower right to kick. You do other stuff. Anyways, uh, you, you, you kick flip. You do the manual by tapping the upper left. Now in the middle. Keep in mind, I have, I have a big ass phone. Mm. This is the first time. The only reason I got it because the camera is better. But you need to then move your hands in this far to hit the balancing buttons, which are in the middle, and then tap them to keep balance while you do a manual. It's really, it's like, it's, it should be so cool. It should be so neat. It has so much in common with Ollie Ollie in a sense. Okay, yeah. But I really can't enjoy playing it. And it made me realize, no matter the fact my phone has a screen that's basically G-Sync, right? Mm-hmm. It has variable refresh rate. It syncs the display to the frame rate of whatever you're doing. That's never going to be enough for some mobile games that'll just shit and then hit a spike of not rendering frames. That's insane because your phone is insanely powerful. Oh, yeah, no, this is this is the best phone for gaming on the planet. This is the cutting edge. This is the absolute peak of gaming on phones right now. When it comes to GPU performance and stuff, right? Skate City is just too much, though. It render, Dude, I can tell it's going over 60 at times. Mm-hmm. You know, it's running real smooth. And then it'll just ha- hit one of those moments real hard. Uh, it's, I, I want it. I'm going to give it a little bit more chance with the controller. But I genuinely just am frustrated that it doesn't have a more normal control scheme uh because man moving my thumbs all over the fucking thing in order to do basic tricks and things is Mm -hmm. frustrating as hell it's just not for fun uh for anyone who's curious because i i realized i didn't say what my phone was it was iphone 13 pro max so it's huge and has the pro features 
I really just bought it to record 4K videos of Banny, and that shit looks awesome. It really sounds like the fake name of a phone from like a 90s comic book. I know. <laughs> yeah, they really got into a bad place of just sticking different words at the end. I know. <laughs> really hate how the future turned out exactly how we thought it would. <laughs> It, but a little it's less liter- fun. It's literally that it's literally those South Park specials where you go to Apple beat Applebee's double plus max. <laughs> yep. Yes, it is that oh, bad. Fuck. Oh, and before anyone goes insane, because I see it occasionally when things go up later. 4K ProRes videos of my cat Banny. So that way no human goes, uh, Dan. You didn't need to spend that much money to record a 4K video. And I'm like, yeah, no fucking shit. <laughs> Anyway, uh, that's it for what I played this week because I've been doing a lot of setting up for live streams and other things. And, and we've been live streaming a lot. Like we even did that uh, Sonic event. Yeah, we did the Sonic event. On Tuesday. Event. Oh. Thumbs up. Hell yeah. That's true. We played oh, Sonic yeah, we Colors, played Sonic Colors. Colors. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I really, let me be upfront. I'm very positive on that version. We didn't have any major problems. The We had some graphic glitches that were very minor hours into that video right um but yeah sonic colors ultimate on the ps5 in the state that is today seems pretty solid i really am so glad that game got ported to something it could just run smooth now (laughs) yeah running above 30 oh god yeah 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 everyone was like sonic colors is so good and i'm like it's wrong (laughs) look at it it's just objectively (laughs) you just showed me like garbage you pulled out of a trash and said it's delicious you should eat it and i'm like that's not food um but yeah I, i really appreciate this port i really appreciate this version like it's it's they've drastically improved the gameplay feel from that perspective um it still feels a lot like generations in my opinion it still feels a lot like those games so if you like that or do not like that that will determine whether or not you like sonic colors uh with the added layer with sonic colors of wisps will be locked in levels until you beat later levels that unlock them in the earlier levels so the idea is just quickly play through the game and then the abilities will be back there so then do it again with the abilities to get <laughs> to get all of the things because apparently in order to become supersonic it's not story tied for for once is what people tell me you go you go through the game and you try to get enough of these red star rings there are five in each level to unlock the weird mini game that reminds me of Sonic Rivals on the PSP. Yeah. To beat those to get enough emeralds to become supersonic. And it's like, well, that, that feels weird because it's not tied to the story, they tell me. Yeah, the, the, so the, I, don't, I don't. Those also, levels are also super weird. The Sonic Rivals things are bizarre as hell. There will be a thing and it's like, I'm the finish line and I'll fly through it. And then it'll be like, I'll be like, are you going to end? And it goes. Yes, now. And it's like four or five seconds every time. And I'm like, why is it not ending? And it just spawns coins in random spurts, too. It's like, is what? Yeah, it just shoots coins out when you hit it. It's really bizarre. Mm. It's really bizarre. But uh, now that they've done this version, I'm excited to go review Generations and It side by side to be like, well, which one do I like more? They fixed them both. <laughs> like, right. Generations runs at 60 on consoles now, at least on Series X. Right, yes. And it runs at 60 on PC the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, you're in a weird situation where it's like, the best way to play Sonic is on PC. And I'm like, am I in hell? <laughs> right? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. How did this happen? <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad... Won't. 
I'm glad the uh, FPS boost in back combat improvements finally came along and made any platform suitable to play that game at a nice 60. Um, so I don't know. I feel like I'm excited to go back and play Generations and that and beat them both. And then be like, which one do I like more? Because while I'm not that much into Nostalgia Wink, I'm really not. Uh-huh. Like everyone, <laughs> it was funny, during the Sonic Color streams, people were asking us, well, which level do you want to come back? And I'm like, I kind of don't. I was mostly <laughs> right? just making jokes about the fact Green Hill comes back 300 times. Emerald Hill never comes back. Uh, Hilltop for life. Hilltop for life? Okay, sure. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, on paper, I like the soundtrack of Generations a lot. Like, those are good remixes of great songs. Yeah, I was surprised how kind of bad the Colors soundtrack was, especially the opening song. <laughs> yeah, that opening song, yeah. they were telling me that one's a translation. Like, like the original song maybe doesn't have the U.S. vocals or... Okay. Yeah, so... Whew. Yeah, no, the, 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 the fucking vocoding is so bad on that. Also, I'm very curious, like, I... When Colors was first coming out, I kept hearing, Colors is the good Sonic game. Mm-hmm. And it feels so similar to so many other I mean, Sonic it feels games. exactly like Generations. Yeah, I'm like... Well, it, it, it predated Generations, and the last, like, big console one was Unleashed. So it's like, it's like Unleashed, but it doesn't have Werehog stages. So it got a huge buff from people because of that. Also, it was on a Nintendo platform, and, like, Sony people... Not, not Sony people, but, like, Sega people somehow migrated to nin- being Nintendo people. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that definitely that, happened. Yeah, that if you, happen. if you right. like any IP that's... If you fanatically like any IP that's over 15 years old, you just became a Nintendo stan. <laughs> I think that's what happened. Because every retro thing's just showing up there. It's really cool to be in this house uh, streaming this big thing while staring at us in this house streaming the Sonic Colors. <laughs> yes. I... But, yeah, I... I I don't really see the appeal because of all the wisps and stuff, but I'm, I, I would like to finish this version at some point. I'm curious. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think I enjoyed my time all right with it. I definitely wouldn't be like, oh, this is an amazing Sonic game. Like, it kind of just fits in with a lot of the other ones of that time where I just feel like it could be better, and I wish it was, mm-hmm. because Sonic, Sonic goes beyond the individual games, and the appeal of it is so massive. That's why the movie did so well, and the games aren't doing as well as the movie. <laughs> like, that much is certainly true. It's not, nobody's yeah. coming out here and being like, Sonic Forces did 8 million sales! <laughs> Um, Sonic is a really powerful IP, and I'm glad they're capitalizing on it when it comes to animated material. You know, they did the Sonic Boom cartoon. Right. And then they're doing the new Netflix one, which, not to spoil news, <laughs> but it's gonna yeah. have Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> what? No yeah. way. That's all we know. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. I, 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 I think... I think there's a world where, and we talk about this a lot during that Giving Games a Chance Live for Sonic Colors Ultimate, there's a world where it absolutely makes sense for them to do spinoffs. Yeah. Like, they have a rich cast of characters, and they're all very different from Sonic. Like, <laughs> give them their own game. Like, like where, where is Big Bass Fish and Rodeo? Right? Yeah, I don't know, well, man. Well, 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 sadly, 10 years of internet content was about complaining about all those side characters, so we can't ever see them again. See, that's the real we listened to focus tests and decided half of our cash should die moment. Because mm-hmm. uh, here's the thing. I think, I think, based on people I've met throughout my life, 
there is probably an equal size market, if not larger, for a really good Chow game than there is for Sonic Frontiers. Because I, people love the chow raising stuff, and they haven't done anything with it in 20 years. <laughs> it's insane. Uh, and, you know, uh, as, as a Tales Adventure fan, I'm still bitter. I don't need to explain that any further. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, but yeah, aside from that, I'm, I'm, I'm done talking about Sonic. I'm done talking about Sonic Ultimate. I mentioned Shadow was in that anime series, so we basically talked about everything in the Sonic Central 22. Yeah, that's right. Pick up your Knuckles G Fuel. Ooh, that wasn't even new. That was in April. I gotta get oh, my Knucks. <laughs> so bad. But, uh... Bob, I'm sure you played other games. Yes, I was able to play a few other things. Not much. Uh, games that might have voices such as Cat from Cat Dog and Tom Kenny from Mr. Show. <laughs> <gasps> I forgot that I actually played that, yeah. Yeah. I played the uh, Nickelodeon All-Stars All Brawl. That's cool. You got it on PlayStation Plus? Yes. I no, also I played it a little already. bit. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, cool. This is our unofficial Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl spoiler cast. <laughs> yeah, I played through arcade mode once. That's good enough, right? I played through arcade mode, half of arcade mode, and I wanted to do something else. <laughs> I, I did it once and change. Okay. Got a couple levels with a couple oh. characters. Oh, yeah. wow. We have three people who played it. Holy shit. Yeah, that arcade mode, it takes too long to do each battle. Like, every battle lasts a little longer than I would like for it to actually go through. Yeah. I had kind of a 50-50 there. Either it would last forever, or I'd three-hit someone off the edge of the stick. Oh, yeah, yes, yeah, that yeah. happens too. Yeah, I absolutely had that happen uh, when he first got it. It's just like, well, that was quick. Weird. The, like, the AI doesn't seem to know how to deal with stuff like Poke Floats well, so they'll just, like, stand there and we'll beat those <laughs> off the ledge. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> bye. Uh, yeah, I, one of the things is, like, it has voices now, but the lines don't seem very good. And I don't know if those were the lines that were originally there, which were just placeholder because they weren't going to get voices or what. But like, I'm walking past, like Bob's playing it over there and I just hear Garfield say 300 times. He's like, I'm not always right except for when I am or something like that. And I'm like, what is this? Yeah, they, they don't have phrases that connect to each other. They just seem mm -hmm. to say a random thing at the beginning of the round. Which, uh, the funniest thing that came out of this was Bob's playing as Garfield. Because of course. And he mm. fights Oblina. And Oblina's quote just sounds like she's like, I escaped the 90s. Thank Christ. Like, <laughs> something about the tone in her voice. <laughs> something about that just absolutely floored me, where she was just so jazzed to be alive. <laughs> right? Uh, I mean, I ran through his Reptar, so all I got for half of that was... Uh, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, figures. Oh, uh, how how much Reptar. do you... Right? Not oh, even I am, I am Reptar. Yeah, that's weird. Maybe that's the final cutscene. <laughs> Maybe you beat the game and you get a really cool... Okay. I'm trying. <laughs> it might be fun to play together. I'm not sure. The whole thing, like we were saying before we started this part, if it does feel like a little slipperier than I would like. Yeah. I'm not yeah. sold on this three attack button thing. Like, I'm not sure if they justify having having that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. I played a little bit of Power Toast Man as well. Mm. Okay. Which, that's fun because, you know, Power yeah. Toast Man. Yeah, he's Power he Toast says Man. the thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I really don't have much to say about because we talked about it back when it first came out. Now, yeah. oh, I didn't try mm -hmm. the items. Did anyone else try the items? No, they didn't no. really show up in arcade mode. So, no. Yeah, I figured you'd have to turn them on somewhere, and then they show up there. 
weird i don't know okay. it is weird they don't don't just auto show up there yeah <laughs> it was fun turning the game on you know after uh, they dropped all this content it's like here's the title screen okay you hit x you got a thing okay press button through this you got a thing yep press button through this you got a thing god damn it <laughs> yep <laughs> did anyone buy, buy the robot girl no okay like, oh the fuck no. do you mean <laughs> It, it's kind of fucked up. They presented it like I got her. Yeah. But then, yes. you, but then you go into character fucking like money, please. Messed up. Mm. Yeah, the whole like, even Nintendo doesn't do that. I think on that screen, it looked a little different when I got to her unlocking. And it, well, there was like an extra button down there saying purchase. Oh, but I can't remember 100 yeah, no, percent. I, don't, I, don't remember. I, I remember being surprised when she was locked behind a paywall. I don't remember it being different at all. Gotcha. Well, Bob, yeah, can you play anything? Else? I did play a few other things. I got to try Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes. They put a demo out for that. I didn't, nice. I didn't, I didn't expect them to do that, but it, it just dropped. And it's actually at the beginning of the game. It transfers to the main game when nice. you when you finish. That's always cool. Yeah, it's always nice. Uh, this is another Dynasty Warriors game on the Switch, which is a mistake. Yeah, <laughs> the, the Switch that, cannot that, run that. That's what I hear. That's the main reason I'm not probably not going to pick it up just because i don't want it to run at 15 frames a second please yeah you literally have your uh your hit three light attacks and third uh like heavy attack thing makes your main character spin his swords in a circle and make a, a tornado that makes the whole game run at like five frames per second <laughs> <laughs> i'm like you should probably understand what you're working with and not give that to the main character <laughs> bob don't limit their hopes and dreams <laughs> I guess uh, I guess I shouldn't. You're right, Agro. Uh, uh, Bob. Yeah. Does the new main character's hair look less offensive in the actual game than in all the art? No, it's that exact shade, which doesn't bother me, uh, but uh, I guess kills you. It, <laughs> it does, really does. It, <laughs> I don't know what it is. It just has such a it's such a terrible shade of purple. It. Everything about this new main character has some serious. Oh, I wrote my OC in oh. energy to it. <laughs> so the, you get an actual <laughs> level that takes place before the first stage of real three houses where you play as this mercenary band <laughs> and they run into the, the mercenary band. That's the main character of the original three houses. Yeah. This is my new Marth. He's silver and has psychic powers. <laughs> <laughs> you get in the fight with the, the original main character is now called the ashen demon. Ooh. And they're like super cool. Hardcore and own you and kill <laughs> kill your entire mercenary squad. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, of guys that were introduced in one cutscene and looked really generic, but then they still act like it's a big deal. They died. <laughs> uh, then all life is sacred, Bob. Then you get knocked, you get beat up, and go Super Saiyan. Yo, god damn it! Yeah, um, all of this kind of makes me think of Boruto. <laughs> Uh, because then you go inside your head and have an alien person who looks kind of like those um, weird things they introduced at the very end of Naruto and apparently are a big part of Boruto. It's just like all white person with some weird robes. Mm -hmm. As someone who did not follow any of the end of Naruto, what? Yes. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they showed up after I dropped off and I'm like, okay, I guess that's a thing. Yeah. Uh, the, and, the, the, th the, thing you have, the thing you need to remember about Boruto, Dan is Boruto only exists because Naruto was so popular here. Yeah. It is driven by the anime and exists for us. That is our sin. I did not know that about Boruto. <laughs> I didn't know that either. Um, 
Yeah, you even like the your Super Saiyan transformation looks kind of weirdly Naruto-esque in ways too. I, I gotta go get a diet coke. Give me a you could do. And um, it's all Bob's doing is getting me hyped. It it just reminds me of that moment when, because I tried watching the Boruto anime. I had some hope that I could continue into it, but the open it was Boruto going some new kind of special eye mode that's only for him. Oh God! And I'm like. <laughs> Okay, guys, I can't do this. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I didn't even try. Like, I, I read, like, the one-shot manga they did and that movie they did. Mm -hmm. And just and then just learned through osmosis everything that manga does. Like, when, Ki, when Kishimoto's manga, uh, Samurai 8, got canceled because it was trash, he immediately said, I'm now writing Boruto. I'm taking it away from them. I'm in control now. <laughs> I hope it improved after bad. that, but who knows? No, apparently, no. Apparently the, the, only, the, only funny, <laughs> the only funny part of Boruto is that Boruto decides his teacher has to be Sasuke and starts learning electrical shit and using a katana like Sasuke. And I'm like, J -j you have two dads. Like, Sakura's a beard. Everybody knows. Sakura's <laughs> God damn it. With Jutsu, all things are possible. <laughs> that, um, so... That all that's weird. You finish that mission, and then you literally do the the first mission from Three Houses. But now you're the mercenary that the the Three House captains find, and you basically just go through the events of that. Awesome. Um, it still has all the cool tactical stuff they add to Dynasty Warriors when they come when they do Fire Emblem games, like last time. So you can order your units around. Uh, it seems solid from that angle. I just wish it could run well. And I kind of don't like this OC. <laughs> and How I dare you. I assume the rest of it's going to go more and more like Edgelord version, which oh. it's for somebody. Yeah. I, I don't even I didn't even want any more Street Houses content. I'm pretty sure people who want Street House content probably didn't want to see the exact same story again from a different angle, but maybe I'm wrong. I, I think if you shot it from the right angle, they would be pretty interested. <laughs> I, I assume, I mean, I, I follow a lot of artists who, who got real big into Three Houses, and they're all real happy this game exists, but they don't care about the story. They, they like, I like these three characters, and yeah. I'm going to get more stuff of these three characters, so the game's fine. It, it, it's, it's a lot like a Persona spinoff in that way, mm -hmm. where it's like, nobody yeah. really gives a shit about the overarching story of Persona 4 Arena. They they want to see um, Akihiko be like, no, Chie, I'm going to beat the shit out of you for that beef bowl because I need protein. <laughs> yeah, I have to wonder, like, how different it'll end up being, because, I mean, they showed the post. Uh, they're they're going to do a time skip just like Three Houses does. Yeah, of course. And all the designs are completely different. Okay. Like, like everyone has a different look. I can tell because some people are ranking which one which ones are good or bad based on the originals and stuff. So that has me somewhat interested in doing it since I I went through all the routes in that, except the one where they're like, do the same route again, but do something slightly different 70% of the way through. Always the best route, right? <laughs> yes, that, that route where most of its content is just from one of the other routes anyway. <laughs> the, the, fact, the fact that Three Houses, the original, did not have a, okay, you beat the game, you can skip the entire pre- <laughs> time skip part because it's exactly the same no matter who you pick <sighs> yeah the fact the fact they don't didn't have that is like you guys are insane what is wrong with you yeah a little little kooky 
I'm glad only... you had time to check it out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad I got to knock that out. See, see if it's something I'd be interested in. Because I like Dynasty Warriors games a lot. Like, mm-hmm. that's one of my favorite yeah. uh, series. I hope we get back to it being on platforms that can run it. <laughs> <laughs> one day. Yeah, I... I wish we had some reassurance from the leaks about the Switch 2's hardware that it's like, oh, and the CPU is like four times as powerful. I'll be like, hell yeah, let's go. <laughs> I just want to run this game at 60. If it looks like a potato, whatever. Please. Did you play anything else that reminded you of Boruto? <laughs> no, luckily. Oh, God. Um, except for Naruto, oh. Grass Floyer, to Strikers. <laughs> Yeah, that reminded me of Boruto a few times. You, you risked my hopes <laughs> I so know, right? and then dashed uh, them. Uh, uh, I played that for, I think, 10 minutes and was like, wow, this does not seem good. And then I did something really stupid. Oh, what's mm. that? Uh, I clicked on the double discounts part of the, of the <laughs> PS Plus tab to see the double discounts. And I'm like, wow, the, the first three Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm games for $18. Yeah. <laughs> and then I booted one of them and I'm like, Oh, these run at 30 frames a second. Oh, oh, no. That's unfortunate. I forgot. Damn. If they left that shit uncapped, then this gen, it would have been 60. That would have been nice. Damn. Uh, so, Bob, how long do you think Thanks, you played Digital that? Foundry. <laughs> <laughs> they invented frame rate capping. <laughs> <laughs> they probably led to an atmosphere where it's like, well, gotta cap it or those guys will complain. Right. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, how long do you think you played that? That was probably like 20 minutes or so. Okay, I kept calling, so twice call- as long as feel. Good job. Yeah, I was going back Thumbs and forth. I played the tutorial stuff, and then I remembered, right, this game doesn't have a story mode. It mm. is only for doing this online battling stuff, and it's like, I don't yep. care. Because I opened yeah, it no. up, and I'm like, which, which Naruto game is this? Is this one good? I don't know. And then up in the corner, it said, you have a friend who plays this game. <laughs> it's bought video games. I'm like, oh, well, this must be one of the good ones. Add the library. No! <laughs> Let me just put that Scarlet Nexus letter on me. There we go. I, I, yeah, uh, Scarlet Nexus on me. <laughs> no! I think the way it plays is super interesting, and they should have had them make a action game mm-hmm. in the Naruto yeah. universe. Mm. That would have been fun and cool. Because yeah. this is the same team that put together that Samurai Jack game. They're pretty solid. I think the actual feel, the combat's fine. It's just that they don't do anything I would ever want to do with it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It has some yeah. neat, uh, extra, like movement stuff too. Like you can show out a shuriken and uh, has a wire on it, and you pull yourself to that. You can actually aim it to anywhere in the level. You have like a ninja super jump that you can aim. It's it's got neat stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just like you you put it in a capture the flag game instead of something <laughs> I want to play. <laughs> it's I like if Bob always- just went. Well, this is this is like one of those Dragon Ball Z games that's kind of like Budokai, right? And then he plays it, and it turns out to be that like survival horror one where it's the asymmetric <laughs> multiplayer and Bob's like, wait, what? Why is all this neat stuff in this game? The fucking game is awful. <laughs> oh, Metal Gear Solid run. 4. Yeah, yeah, I miss when uh, those Naruto games were like not just fighting games and they were like doing other other stuff or like <laughs> multiplayer stuff. Like the PS2 and like 360 had some Stuff yes, it just didn't morph into arena fighters all the time. Yeah, 360 ones were pretty neat. I yeah. don't know. Like, yeah, like Ubisoft like put out two of them where, where it was like a hybrid where it went into a 2D fighting thing, but 
most of the game was like platforming and exploring and i'm like i i would like more anime licensed things that are doing that you know i used to think i wanted something to take me through the whole story of naruto but recent revelations <laughs> oh no it's really funny so you should i i still think wonder. that the, the twist is fine for naruto Yes, uh -huh. it's it, it's introducing eighteen of them them to be the new antagonist squad in Boruto, where where shit flies off the rails. It's it's like imagine they do something a little bit at the end of a story, and then they're like the sequel. That's all it is. You have to eat all these eggs. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to uh, okay. fucking do it. They're rotted okay. already. Okay, Dan, you know the end of Final Fantasy Nine. Yes. When ne when Necron is like, "Hello, I represent the inevitability of death." <laughs> yes. Somebody called me on the cuck phone. <laughs> <laughs> now, yes. now imagine if they made Final Fantasy IX two, and they go, "He was part of an alien race, and there's like fifty of those guys." <laughs> yeah, that's the part where it really is just like, no, 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 no. When, because the the Necron alien race is when. You have to add fucking Vin Diesel to your party, and I don't, I don't want to do that. I, I do want to do that because him and Steiner are the ultimate team. Oh no! <laughs> Did you have anything more you want to say about Naruto Boruto Strikers or Shinobi Strikers uh, feel? <laughs> uh, that character creator is way worse than it should be for a game that's a tie into an anime thing. Yep. Choose your flavor of Kakashi. <laughs> And they make you do that up front, like you don't get to figure out what the game even is before it's just like character creator. <laughs> yeah, that's always depressing. If, if you're like... going to do it, like if you're doing an anime thing with a character creator, uh, it's a good idea to have a lot of hairstyles of characters from the anime in there. It's not a good idea to only have those. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> they are all just straight characters. I don't know. I mean, that's that sounds like right where the the Naruto fan base is. This is my OC. Do not steal. Hinata with Sakura's hair. <laughs> yeah, I think my I just ended up being Madara. <laughs> <laughs> like directly, uh, I think I gave him white hair instead. Cool. You know, sure, that's cool. <laughs> well, what are you playing, Naruto game? Who is that? It's you know with red hair. I will not be taking questions. <laughs> I will not be taking. <laughs> Understandable. Have a nice day. <laughs> okay. The only other thing I played, sure, for real this time. Yeah. Uh, Diablo Immortal PC version. And in what way Ooh. did that remind you of Boruto? It didn't. Oh, oh wait, gonna, uh, wait, let me see. Uh, I knew it. Uh, there uh, is, uh, it's in there. There is an anime beam battle, mm -hmm. but it doesn't quite cross over into directly making me think about Boruto. Okay, well, okay. <laughs> you barely avoided the crisis. Leoric, the Kelton King, is in this game again. because they. Okay, Leoric's cool. Yeah, they, they have to. They can't that, resist. That means this dude, how many times has he shown up to get his ass kicked? I think this is three times in a row yeah, or something. Yeah, I guess that would be three times in it, a few years. Wow. And he's like, I'm Leoric, the Skeleton King. Please don't kick my ass. <laughs> Stay Did you, a while um, and kick my ass. Stay a while and kick my ass. <laughs> Did you end up spending $100,000 to max out one character? I did not. Okay. So I, you're a fake gamer is what I'm hearing? Let me check let me check the punch in cam. Yeah. Nope, he's a real human being. Okay. Good Ooh, job, Bob. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know enough about the microtransaction stuff to really comment on it. I haven't touched it at all. I have not played this game more than a few hours. 
I think a lot of that stuff is really needs to be viewed in the lens of what's actually locking the content. Right. If, it, if there's nothing locking the content, you can keep playing at whatever level you get to normally, and if you you don't need to psychotically dump money into it, then it's like whatever. Like if I, I think this, if I doesn't felt, doesn't this have PvP? I don't think so. I'm not sure. I have no idea. All all I know is. People oh yeah, get, it does. Ooh. People get really hypersensitive about anything with tri- microtransactions at all, mm-hmm. to the point where 10 million people who didn't play Gran Turismo 7 are like, oh, it's terrible, the monetization. I'm like, I have millions in the bank, and I'm just playing the races. This is driving me insane as you guys talk about this thing that is not the case at all when you actually play it, and every single one of them is like, yeah, I haven't played it at all. Then Sony gave me a $10 million loan because they all complained. And I'm like, I already, but I want to replay a race ever to get money. So because of that and Genshin, which Genshin, Bob and Feel both play an insane amount without really putting that much money in. I don't trust fucking anyone on the internet when they are like, oh, these microtransactions are busted. Because for all I know, all it would affect is my former coworker whose two hobbies were being an alcoholic and running Diablo 3 all the way up the entire season. <laughs> because it might be limited to that play, but I don't know. And right. I don't trust anyone because of these other situations. Right. It's one of those things where I'd have to put in a lot of time myself to really understand exactly what's going on. Right. As I understand, like, what people were saying is it is a lot of top gear shit, a lot of end game shit Mm -hmm. and stupid cosmetics that don't make any goddamn sense. (laughs) Yeah. There's like alleged stuff of there being like hidden caps and stuff to prevent grinding for free, but it's, Mm. I don't feel like there's been enough time for people to like really drill in, whether it's this toxic thing where you, if you just wanted to play for free as much as you want, whether or not, your experience will be ruined or not. Uh, I feel like it might be too early. Okay. Yeah. I I just, I, I need to sit it out mm-hmm. and watch as more people th- more thoroughly do like full dissections and explain this in a way that's cogent. Right. Because I just, I'm so tired. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah. if this didn't happen three months after the GT7 thing where I'm like, I'm, I'm going insane in a world where a number of people who've never touched this game are making YouTube videos about how the monetization is bad in a game they don't understand where I'm sitting here and I have too much money. Like, absolutely fucking... Yeah, it, it's just that thing of like, all this article started coming out like two or three days after launch of the game and it's like, I don't know if you guys have had time to really... You expect me to this? trust a game journalist to know what's in a game, right? Like you really, but but yeah. Anyway, I, I'm completely I open to the. Came I mean, they're there Activision are... Blizzard, yeah, right? No, it's so obvious. I, I completely trust that the thing's fucked. I'm just explaining the shitty situation I'm in. Yeah, mm. like I'm looking at these hidden caps, and they are evil. Okay. Like, uh, if you get six legendary drops in a day, uh, the drop rate collapses, and nothing tells you this. Uh, side quests stop giving rewards after five a day. Purple bosses stop giving rewards after five a day. Random map events stop giving rewards after five per day. Nothing tells you this, and none of these apply to like the things you can pay to go into because there's like pay this much to go into this special grinding area, and then those don't have those kind of limits on them. Okay, yeah, so there's visibility on like, that stuff, that'd be fine. But if yeah, where it's not, it's, it mm. seems like they decided to have an energy system, but not show you it. 
Mm, right. I was going right. to say that sounds a lot like an energy system, mm-hmm. but it's a hidden one. <laughs> what? 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 Drys? Like, why did they make Diablo Immortal, which isn't even an original game, by the way? It's a reskin of a Japanese game. We found that out almost immediately after they announced it. Mm. That the um, not a Japanese game, but a Chinese game. Mm-hmm. Why didn't they just fucking port Diablo three to phones? That's not exciting. Like that. There's no reason to do that. Like uh, this, this gets a ton of people in that has monetization. Stuff. I mean, here's the thing. At the end of the day, yeah, there's that angle of it, but it absolutely is. Blizzard looked at all the people who are running the end of Diablo three every time for every season, and they go, "We're not making money on that." Yeah, that seems wrong, right? <laughs> it's like no, it doesn't, because they bought your fucking game. <laughs> Yes. This isn't complicated. But Dan, we're, we're losing millions every year from people not giving us money. I have been <laughs> theoretically robbed ten times this week. Right. <laughs> it, it is fucked up how much devs go, but they're enjoying our game for so long. Isn't that illegal? <laughs> the police kicked down your door. Give it, first, give, give it like, give it like six years. First time I'm getting <laughs> swatted by a developer. <laughs> but yeah, that sucks. That sucks that they just they they put systems in there to limit that. If there was more visibility, then I would find it defensible because, of course, yeah, that's how these things work. Because you have to have some some way for it to drain money out of you because it's free, right? But also adding visibility so that way isn't some mysterious and then the game just told me to fuck off for right. three hours yeah exactly it needs it needs that right that that's perfectly fine and defensible for something that's free um but as far as like what i actually experienced is of the esoteric the question yeah. that is yeah sorry that. really got off in the weeds um i played it on pc mm-hmm. surprisingly they have a pc control scheme that makes it play like diablo Cool. Where you actually click where you want to go and stuff, because everything on the phone version and the uh, t- iPad version is purely uh, virtual joystick. Joysticks, yeah. Yeah. yeah, which works. I think it's more designed around that than it is playing like a typical Diablo game, because there's a bunch of uh, moves that work kind of touch based, where you like, okay, I select this move and I drag it over here, which works as is a uh, is a mouse and keyboard thing, but maybe not as well. Also, having an actual analog stick to control your character so you can move and not click around and accidentally start attacking yeah which i'm pretty sure there's a feature like other ones where you hold a button and they will right. walk i think instead. it's i think it's shift but i can't remember it's been a long time right um it's neat mm-hmm. i'm still surprised that it is it has this much more story because it still is filling out that timeline between two and three that's incredibly frustrating for me yeah <laughs> yeah that's fair uh, I also tried it on my phone a little bit, which most of the time worked okay, burnt my battery super fast, but then half the time I tried to boot it, it just crashed on boot. What is your phone? Do you remember? It's an iPhone 8, I think regular. You still have your iPhone 8 regular? I'm pretty sure. It might be the that's S. Ki- that's kind of that's kind of surprising. Yeah, I think if you do the system settings and then about should yell at you what your phone is i thought i thought you upgraded to an se at some point no i'm not on the se i know that it's okay a, it's, all right it's just a regular eight yeah wow. so it, it's not a great phone yeah and your battery's probably taken a beating over the last five six years four years or whatever right um but yeah it crashing on boots kind of hilarious. yeah it's like wow 
and you can your character transfers between all of it easily which is always that's important. good that's good yeah luckily it always linked to the battle net and all of it just immediately you have that content and it's pretty cool they have a free-to-play game that you could play on your phone and tablet and even a pc like thing yeah that's great i'm really like computer i'm really happy for you as a pokemon fan <laughs> i'm so fucking happy that you get to play that shit on a pc properly <laughs> But Dan, you get the Switch. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Just get the Switch 2. Uh, it would be great if the Switch 2 was like, yeah, I run Pokemon Unite perfectly. I'd fucking Joker dance. Um, anyway. But yeah, so are you going to invest more time in that game? I don't know. I'm still like... <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's still Diablo 3 core, which oh, yeah. makes me less interested. Uh, yeah, we're both more fans of two than three by a uh, sizable margin. Yeah, I, I might try out some of the other characters that has been rocking the monk, see all the different abilities he gets, which there's a bunch of cool different moves I've gotten so far. Seems a lot more interesting than the monk was in three because mm -hmm. I get like this giant Hadouken that gathers all the enemies up and then explodes at the end. Nice. And I got this uh, teleport thing where I like I do a, a shift, a, a dash forward and I leave an after image. Mm -hmm. And then all the after images suck into you and it drags in anyone who gets hit by them. Cool. And I was like, ah, oh, that's cool stuff. That's cool. Um, but that's all I played. Okay. Agra? Um, except for the stuff I mentioned earlier, um, I have <laughs> done the flip-flop of what Feel has done and I put a shit ton of hours into Forbidden West up front, so now I've finally gotten around to Elden Ring. Okay. So I'm, I've, I, have, I, I get to play Elden Ring, but every now and then go... Wait, that doesn't make any sense. Google. Oh, that's how that stat works. Okay. <laughs> cool. The classic sold experience. Uh -huh. So wait, you, you did beat Forbidden West. Yes. And now Feel has also beaten Forbidden West. Is that right? Yeah, I beat it. Okay, so Casey's the only one who hasn't beaten it. Okay. Yeah, I'm so just checking. can't spoil it. I'm just checking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So you're enjoying Elden Ring? Yes. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the game is amazing. Everybody's talked about it. You guys talked about it a lot. Uh, yeah. The last time I played it, I, I hit one of those classic from FromSoft spirals mm -hmm. where I died twice to something and went, oh, I'll go do something else. And then I died to that. And I'm like, I'll go do this thing I know I can do. And then I died doing that. And I'm like, all right, I'm just going to put the game down now because damn it. <laughs> <laughs> damn it yeah <laughs> yeah that's the mode you can get into uh-huh been, i've been playing strength faith uh because i like being strong mm -hmm. and also yeah. lightning and madness that's some good stuff there's some good stuff in there cool. uh, i've really enjoyed um like a lot of people complained early on about the uh the pvp balance where you only get invaded if you're cooperating mm -hmm. mm. uh i've loved it because I, I don't get bothered by like scrubs invading me. Now I know if I'm getting invaded, I'm getting invaded by by a higher tier of invader who's here to fight two people. Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes me and Eric will just get washed. We're like, "Hi, I'm your invader today. I'm way over here. Where'd all that bleed damage come from? I don't know. Bye." <laughs> <laughs> And sometimes they'll run straight at Eric, and I'll hit him with that uh, frenzy AOE attack, and they'll die. Cool. <laughs> sometimes. Is, is there co-op damage? Like, can you hurt Eric when you're doing that? I don't friendly fire. Yeah, friendly to, fire. No. Okay, okay that's is, good. I'm, I'm like, 
Because a lot of the weapons in that are, here's a wall of fire. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I, I don't seem to hurt him. He hasn't complained about having been hurt the entire time we've been doing it. So you would think if it was happening. Like, I, I got, uh, I, I did an event where I, I went to go help that samurai guy who wants bloody fingers mm. fight a bloody finger. And I'm like, I don't, I think I'm not hurting him, but I'm, I'm flashing back to Bloodborne where you could totally kill Eileen the Crow yourself. And I'm like, uh, giant hammer swing, uh, giant hammer swing. <laughs> But yeah, it's Elden Ring. It's amazing. Okay. Anything else? Uh, no, not really. We're gonna hand it's it to Elden Ring. <laughs> We're gonna hand it to KZ. KZ. All right. So last week, after um, after conquering the first three Crash games, I decided to go into Crash Four. It's about time to to check that out because I missed uh, missed out on that when it first came out. That game uh, is incredibly solid. It immediately just being able to control a 3D platformer that was made recently was really nice. Um, they they combine some of your move sets pretty well. Like I like that you can now do a slide and immediately into a spin to like build speed and stuff. Uh, I felt like there they I didn't run into any of the problems the first three games had where uh, I was confused as to how I died or how I should properly platform because they give you the option to have that outline when you jump. So you know where yes. you're going to land at all. And uh, you have infinite lives as an option. And they replace all the one-up boxes with these Wumpa Fruit boxes that give you like 25 in one. Mm -hmm. That's neat. Uh, I liked all the different characters you could play as. I feel like I enjoyed all of them to a degree. Mm -hmm. And the worlds were pretty, pretty inventive. I feel like there was significantly less. You're going to get on an animal. And it's going to be incredibly hard for the next, like, five or six minutes. I feel like whenever we got those, they were pretty well designed and, like, enjoyable. Uh, I liked the bosses quite a bit. And then, then we, like, solved all the problems. It felt great. And I was like, this is nearing a nine. Then there were, like, there are two more worlds left. <laughs> and, okay. and, then, and then the game became unreasonable, where the difficulty slowly started morphing into, we're going to make you play as two characters in one level. So half of it, you're playing as Dingo Dial with his vacuum. And then you're going to play as uh, your main character. And some of these levels are like, there are 480 boxes. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or there's one where they go, there's 210 boxes. And at the very end, you hit that thing that blows up all the nitro ones. And it's like, that was 110 nitro boxes. <laughs> yes. Where, where the, the, the rate just becomes absurd. And uh, toward, toward, toward the very end, I, I started despising this game. It got, they went way too hard on trying to make it difficult because you have an infinite life mode now. Because uh, <laughs> in the game, you pick up these special like masks that give you different powers now. Like One of them is just voiced by uh, Richard Horvitz, just doing Zim. Yes. Uh, and there's like one that like when you press the button, it makes certain platforms appear or disappear. So you kind of have to do that. Yeah. You have one where yeah. you do a soup you do like a super spin that you can like glide. Mm -hmm. Uh one that one that makes uh gravity change. So you're going up instead of down, and one that slows down time. The final normal level of the game is an, an intense uh feels like almost pixel perfect platforming segment where in the air you pick up a new mask and then you have to immediately activate it and perform a thing to make it to the other side to get to the next mask. They make you cycle through all four masks twice on one checkpoint. 
I think I Jesus. teared up when I finished. <laughs> like it genuinely drained me and I felt dread going through it. It was so rough. The Crash franchise is just like kicking you in the nuts and then they go, would you like this cup? And you're like, yes, thank you. And then you put on the cup and then they pull out a drill. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, no. This this was way harder than any of the other ones they made before. It felt like it had more in common with Super Mario World's ROM hacks and I want to be the guy at the end than than a normal sober platformer. And then I fight (laughs) the final boss and it's really delightful and fun. And I'm like, come on, guys, what are you doing? This was a nice send off for the franchise. There's number four. We're going to destroy your balls. <laughs> the, the last 15% of it of something being unreasonably difficult seems to be a real fucking problem in these Western 3D platformers. Mm. Where it's like they can be completely normal up until then, but then they're like, no, we have to be hard at the end, and, and we don't know how to do that without just being unreasonable. Uh, Gex 2 was an experience. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely did feel when I was going... Uh through Crash 2 and 3, that uh, Crash 3 is like Gex 3, where it's like, you nailed it this time. Yeah, I don't feel like I'm on fire. This was just like, thank God if you die enough. They're like, okay, we're going to change one of these boxes to be a checkpoint early. Oh. Because a large part of the game, the checkpoints are regular, and later in the game, they become more spread out. So hmm. it just becomes this thing of those sections genuinely start becoming a bit a bit longer um yeah overall i i feel like most of the game is like a nine and like really solid really enjoyable if you ignore trying to collect everything because they genuinely wanted to make people angry but that that last world in particular is just way too much it's like dialed up to a degree where i'm like this is more cruel than jack too like what are you doing that's a high bar. Yeah, I was I like, know, that, that sounds unreasonable. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah, like, Is there a level where you spawn into 12 guys are pointing shotguns at you? <laughs> I, I, I feel like that platforming challenge gave me the same vibes of trying to get through that one sector in, in Crash 2 where it's like... Yeah, the docks. Get through, get, yeah, get through the dock area. That's the kind of vibe I felt where I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? You we want, call this Crash Bandicoot me. therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, goddamn. Uh, yeah, the story, uh, the story and all the cutscenes were really funny, and I did enjoy the ending where I'm like, well, if you're not going to make any more of these, this is a, a fairly enjoyable, like, fine, like, like ending or whatever. Um, but, but yeah, I, I sure wish I came out of one of these going, I liked every part of this, or at least enjoyed every part of this. Hmm. Um, Aside from that, uh, I went the I did a death stream of all three Donkey Kong Country games, because uh, I'm like, oh, Crash is clearly cribbing from from these, so I might as well just yeah do it. And I can't I can't do a lot of maybe I'll like this death streams in a row or it'll hurt me in in, mm-hmm. in an irreparable way. Uh, so I did that. I ended up hundred percenting two, which was fun to to try and go through go through that and try and remember everything. And, oh yeah, and I started playing some Monster Hunter Rise on PC uh, to prep for Sunbreak that's coming out at the end of the month. Oh, the shit. massive expansion. Yeah, alongside soon. every other video game, it feels like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you gotta get all the way through it on PC, and then they're gonna be like, coming to PS5. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Save transfers like, do not work. I'll be like, go to hell, <laughs> I'm waiting for the real Monster Hunter PS5 <laughs> game. <laughs> With all the trims, because this is still like, a switch game that cleans up nice 
where it's mm-hmm. like at 60 i'm running it at like 1440p mm-hmm. uh, and like the loads are like pathetic it's it's super fast but i'm just burning through that because i'm excited to uh take on take on sunbreak i liked it my first stream where we did it of course we're getting a group together to play an hour in steam goes down <laughs> what steam literally just went down for 20 minutes <laughs> damn perfect it was really Weird. funny because half the people couldn't connect still because i'm like uh, i guess i guess uh, the southeast like the east coast has it but the other parts of the country aren't back on yet wow Whoa. yeah huh yeah at first i thought it was the game but it was like no it's just steam entirely in the middle of the afternoon gotcha yeah huh. But yeah, that's still really, really good. Uh, I like a lot of things that Rise does compared to, say, World, where you have like the grappling hook system using bugs, so it's really easy to traverse or get out of the get uh, get out of the way of attacks. And we're in that new era of Monster Hunter where they actually wanted to make the hitboxes make sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when I get hit, it it doesn't feel like I just got hit by an invisible object, like it's Dark Souls two. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, but yeah, that's about it. I've just been chewing through that, but that's all I've had time to play. Okay. Uh, feel. I I, I finished Horizon Forbidden West. <laughs> Would you like to talk about it? Sure, I'll talk about it some. Uh, first, I'll talk about the stuff that was good. Um, okay. It feels a lot better than the first game because it runs at sixty frames a second if you're playing on performance mode. Ooh. Uh. It looks unbelievable. Yes. Yeah, no, that yeah. that has made looking at other games hard. That game is so unreal. I'm like, this can't exist. You know that, right? Uh, if you liked the first game, they added a bunch more stuff to the combat that makes it better. Um, having weapon arts, like a thing where you can do a certain thing with a weapon that's different mm-hmm. uh, in exchange for stamina and a certain amount of your ammo is good the valor surge system is neat um there's many many more biomes than were in the first game uh i still really hate the loot system because it has that bad mmo loot where it's like plus three percent to this yeah it doesn't feel like large upgrades to stuff uh since KZ does, since KZ intends to play, and I can't talk about it too much extensively unless he takes his headphones off. Um, <laughs> okay, sure. They're off. Sure, I'll, I'll send you a message when I'm done. Uh, your fucking story for your for the middle of your three game epic trilogy should not be an anime filler arc. Ah, ah, <laughs> ah. I thought that it was really cool and had interesting ideas. And then they went, what if everything went back? <laughs> I'm like, come what on! If, no! what, if we, what if we told you all these cool things that could set up for something cool and systematically destroyed them all in the last 30 minutes of the game? Yeah. Remember yeah. all that setup we did for the universe and for future stories? Yeah. What if fuck all that? Yeah, that yes. was so frustrating! Yeah, I was so upset! Me and Bob, you can go watch that live stream and we're just being destroyed emotionally as it's like, Look at this cool wardrobe of awesome. Tosses it off of a cliff. Uh, <sighs> I'm trying yeah. like, and the, the the reveal of the of like the setup for the third game 
is like why why did you end your game with like broly flying towards the planet and it's like you you realize the oncoming threat is infinitely less interesting than the entire cast you just threw away uh-huh yep yep yeah it's it's like yep. what if what if villain of first game but larger mm-hmm uh but but super saiyan yeah and that's terrible and stupid and like what is it what is that whole fucking thing even like well now we've got this giant robot nano factory at our disposal time to space battle with like how the fuck do you make another horizon game out of this setup like i don't know it's 1000 years in the future the that, only thing that i think hilarious. would be cool is unless they're really fucking pathetic and cowardly this thing is going to take like 15 years to get to the planet. Or at least like seven. Because mm -hmm. I don't see why it should have like faster than light capabilities when the fucking colonists didn't. Right. And they got Apollo back. The, the, the collection of all human knowledge. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if they're like Horizon 3 technology, like society, these societies have advanced 300 years in the span of like seven years. Because yeah, now bet, people have mm -hmm. Apollo. That would be interesting enough to bring me back in, even with how miserable the story of this like, one was. I better have a fucking orbital frame when that game opens. If this is what you did to the ending of two, I want mech fights in and, three. And that's yeah. the thing. It's like legitimately the only way forward th that is interesting is to completely change what the gameplay is. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that is the lead. Like, because two is so much like one. Right. I'm not confident that they're going to do that at all. And I'm, I'm, I'm like, so you threw away this thing that could have still been that. That you could have found a way to have a continuing narrative where the gameplay is sort of similar to this, but maybe on a different planet and all these different things. And instead, you made this situation where the only way forward that's cool involves drastically changing the gameplay. And I just cannot see them doing that. Yeah, yeah I, it's like, what? Mm -hmm. is, is, is this going to be about Aloy uniting the tribes with her fucking bow to fight the cyber demon that's coming from <laughs> to, another planet? Space there are locusts. no more problems on the planet. Right. There can't be because we have Gaia. We've got all the modules. We've got this giant factory. All of your problems are solved now. Yeah. Until the thing shows up. Yeah. At, at which point you just point the space laser at it. <laughs> Fire the just in case laser. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And not just that, but like, I didn't, I don't think the, the far Zenith guys, except for Carrie Ann Moss, Tilda, mm -hmm. have any presence at all. Like you have Gerard, who is the shittiest attempt at an antagonist maybe ever, who he's just like a bald guy <laughs> who is vaguely evil. He is, in fact, <laughs> and, 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 a bald guy that's vaguely evil, yes. <laughs> and, and, you have, um, and you have Murder Man, whose character trait is that he is large and violent. Yep. Yeah, it's really, and, really stock. Other than Kyrgyz Minas. Yeah. And frankly, uh, frankly, Varl didn't deserve what they did to him. Nope. No, he didn't at all. Uh, this, is some, this is something that Wooly Versus said once. I, I forget when. I think they were playing Marlo Briggs and the Mask of Death. I think He's he said it when they were playing that. Game. <laughs> um, but he said it's cool. It's always cool when you get a black protagonist because in games, the black character usually dies to stop the third to last boss. Mm -hmm. And this didn't even raise to that level. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it, it was fucking cheap. And 
and it was for nothing. Like, if you're going to kill a character, why just have it be completely for nothing? Well, it was uh, it was a cheap play at emotion, uh, like emotional hook for and, it. And then, it, and it then the resolution, <laughs> the re and then like Aloy, a thing this game does, and I kind of appreciate it, but I kind of don't think they do it very well, which is they they try to go, oh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Sobek had autism. So obviously Beta and Aloy also do. Because because Beta even does like the Rain Man thing a couple times. Where she's like well, rocking back and forth and talking to herself. Well, she 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 she's deeply traumatized as they basically hit her in a cage for the entire ride back to Earth. But all the Elizabeth stuff is like, oh, she didn't open up to people. Oh, she was like weird in this way or that way. So and then and then like Aloy has trouble emoting sometimes. Nah, so I, I figured get why that was they an couldn't... animation problem. <laughs> <laughs> I I get why they couldn't have Aloy be like screaming revenge at, at Murder Man. But having Zoe, the love interest for Varl, just walk up from behind him and stab him after that boss fight was like, I don't really feel any emotion about any of this. I'm kind of just upset you killed that character for no reason in such a pathetic way. At that moment, I was still just mad at that boss fight. So the whole moment just kind of washed <laughs> well, we'll, over. We'll see. We'll see. I, I said that after, after I completed everything up until getting um, the first of the three functions that you when it's like okay you need to get these three things uh -huh. i got the first one and then i'm like i'm tired of playing this on normal i'm going to easy that's fair <laughs> that's ironic because it's about that point in the game where if you've been doing everything you level past everything and it goes to easy anyway because <laughs> <laughs> i tried that fight against the mastodon like six times and i'm like oh this oh yeah uh-huh this is rough let's go let's go to easy and see how that works um it, it it's all like this game really fumbles like every emotional ball it has like the shit at the end with tilda trying to get aloy onto the ship yeah that was done and so you, badly and, and you fight and you fight her in the big robot the sentinel prime and you beat it and she's just like dead completely without any gravitas yeah. at all like it just explodes it falls over and you see her arm coming out of it and aloy doesn't even say anything yeah, it feels. Yeah, I always loved Aloy being completely emotionally disconnected from everything happening around her because I attended a small private school growing up. <laughs> this is an opener. So I, I know what growing up in a deeply religious community that shuns you uh -huh. and being a redhead is like. <laughs> so it's like Aloy's unlikable. I'm like, Aloy is 100% a uh, product of her upbringing and environment. I, and see, she's I spot on. <laughs> I didn't think Aloy was unlikable in one, but in this game, she just she just feels so indignant towards everyone, including people polite and trying to help her. Mm -hmm. Like she just comes off as unbelievably fed up with everyone in a way that doesn't really make sense to me. Okay. Uh, I also kind of think I think all of the tribes in the first game, like the Osram, who are great because they're just dwarfs. You can't fuck up dwarfs. The and the Karja and the um, the Nora are all pretty good. In this one, it feels like a lot of them are like, we fix, we found the ancestors and that and this one thing of theirs we now worship. Because that's what the uh, that's what the Tanaka are, mm. and that's what the Quinn are. And honestly, it reminded mm. me of a less funny and enjoyable version of Fallout New Vegas. Because in Fallout New Vegas. Um, when you get to New Vegas, 
you have to deal with a gang called the Kings. Mm. And the Kings found a bunch of Elvis movies and decided Elvis was the coolest motherfucker in the entire world. So everyone in their gang is Elvis. <sighs> nice. That's amazing. <laughs> so it kind of felt like that, but not as fun. Uh, I, I did like the, I did like the guy who was like, no, I'm Ted Faro. Cause at least, <laughs> at least that one has the implication that Ted Faro engineered this. Hmm. Yeah, I I enjoyed Piece of Shipman, who is like, no, I am Ted Faro. I have his soul in me. Yes. <laughs> I carry him forward I, into the future. I think there was a lot of neat stuff in that, but then they fumbled it so hard at well, the end of that arc. Well, they yeah. pulled the punch. <laughs> that ending was, yeah. yeah. yeah, it was yeah why didn't I, no, get, why didn't the I camera get to see the body the more? Yeah, yeah that, that pissed me off. Yeah, it's like, if you can't show that, don't do this entire arc. Right? Like, like That's the whole point. I don't want to run over lava. I want to hear Ted Faro screaming. Right. Yeah. 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 Also, it feels like it feels like that I, I should we should have done that before we found out who the Var, Far Zenith people were. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, Ted Farrow wanted immortality. What if somebody did that right and didn't become a big goo monster that we don't fucking see <laughs> that somehow <laughs> that feeds on thermal energy? The thermal uh, yeah. energy was powering the thing that kept him alive is what I thought. One uh. of the it's been maybe a while. one of the data points is like, but also I absorb it. it, was it like a, it's I don't know. I, I kept thinking like maybe he's Hexus now. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was another uh, moment of this could yeah. have been great. <laughs> yeah, that honestly could have been its own game if they played it right. In my opinion, like he, that was such a cool and important moment, and it, they just pulled the punch so hard it mm. soured it. It's a shame. Uh, I think I think that was one of the highlights of the game until that moment. I, I think it was halfway through the second half of the game when I realized, like, why don't why don't the Quen feel right? Mm -hmm. Oh, because they should have guns. <laughs> like that, this should be the that's point a in the problem game with a lot of this. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Where like, because even the Osiram had guns in in the first one. Like they had cannons that they made. They had like mm -hmm. some characters had like cannon like, but they figured that out without having focuses. And mm -hmm. having all this shit, so the and the Quinn are like, oh, these people are barbarians. Why don't why don't the Quinn have like the uh, the Horizon version of like muskets? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's another thing where I'm like, no, that needs to be where it goes now that they have Apollo, because there's no reason that Aloy should be walking into fighting this fucking super AI Broly thing with a bow. No, we need the bow. It's iconic. <laughs> I can accept the bow if it's like a laser bow. If if she if she has like fucking Ashida's Quincy bow now. <laughs> right? Like I mean, I, I always want to have the bow as as a stealth option and like a very payload deliverer. But yeah, I don't know. It's there's there's a lot of the lore getting two did not feel planned out from after one. Oh, no, no. And some oh, things got away from them. Like a lot of parts in like the last two hours reminded me of dragon age 2 mm. um the the plot dump brunch was a very dragon age 2 scene <laughs> yes yes yeah uh the thing with the with the leader of the rebels where it's like do we kill her or let her live and if you let her live she dies 15 minutes later anyway in a cutscene. oh yeah that was like the point of that that was but that was another thing that really reminded me of Dragon Age 2. Ah. 
She was my favorite character for like the 20 minutes she was alive. <laughs> you could talk to her like, what do you think about all this? Do I get to die fighting space wizards or what? Uh, also, okay, I'll leave you alone now. <laughs> also, they, there really was not enough Lance Reddick in this game. Like there was a, no. there was a, a sad lack of Lance Reddick because he's my favorite Horizon character. Because I, I like that part where, he's, where Aloy's like, no, Ted Farrow became a big body horror monster and, and Silence is like, he destroyed all human progress. That's the least of what he deserves. <laughs> she confronts him like, 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 oh, you're like, I have plans within plans. You wouldn't understand, Aloy. And it's, it all comes down to the simple moment of he's like, yeah, I didn't tell you what I was doing because you wouldn't let me kill all the Tanakh. And I, <laughs> yeah, people warn me like, oh, they ruined sounds. And I'm like, no, he was fine. Yeah, no, Silence yeah. was great. No, he was fine. Yeah. I can't understand saying they ruined him. That's bizarre. Hmm. Trying, like, is there anything left? Because it was mo it's it's mostly that ending that's just like everything with the with the also I feel like this game barely has a story. Cause up until up until the part near the end, like when the far zenith guys show up, like when you get captured by Tilda. Mm -hmm. It feels like most of the plot is resolved via Star Trek-esque techno babble. <laughs> I got that really hard when Aloy and Beta were talking about setting up the thing to capture Hephaestus. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, but if two of us are doing it at the same time with the Omega clearance, and blah, 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 it, 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 it can take it from 36 hours down to four and a half hours. And I'm like, like putting I, too much I, air I, in a balloon. Yeah, nah. did I end up, except, except that was original series Star Trek, which was always <laughs> simple. This was like Voyager. Yeah, this was straight up Voyager shit. It was, uh. <laughs> yeah, the, the big problem is it just, it just introduced all these things that could have been really interesting and could have led to care. Like, why did you kill every single one of the Far Horizon guys? They showed us a group of them, and then like five minutes later, it was like, they all died off screen. Yeah, yes. that was terrible. It, it feels that awful. Felt horrible. Ugh. And then Tilda's like, oh, I have this giant mech Aloy. Why didn't any of, why, why do we only have one of these when we have 3D printers? that make anything instantly with nanomachines. It's yeah. like they had the shields before, I guess. Also, <laughs> yeah, also that's another thing. Like, I, I guess the thing Silence makes destroys the shields forever. <laughs> right. It's like there's no uh, halo recharge on this. No. And <sighs> I lost my train of thought. Okay. So did they. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. F oh yeah. Fuck Tilda. <laughs> by the way. Fuck her. Like not not just because she's evil and all of this was just a plan to get a like a perfect clone of the of the woman she simped for and who's who it's really implied didn't like her at all. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, but then then there's that part where she's like, everybody else just wanted to use their immortality to enjoy themselves instead of <sighs> what what did you what so they they didn't want to look at your boring Dutch paintings. Yes. <laughs> mm. Yes. Yep. Yeah. It's like yep. it's like yeah. that was another Dragon Age two thing where it's like you're pretentious and stupid. I can only handle <laughs> one of those at a time. Thank you. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, I mean the 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 silver lining here is I have no idea what the fuck three is going to be. 
So I'm looking forward I, I, to if it's I like really, going down or like, how did they land this? I just need to not think about three until they literally show me what it is. Because if I have any expectations at all, it'll feel like crashing my car into a wall. Right. As they go, I, no, I it's nothing like that. I do wonder if they're going to do another DLC because they the last DLC was about Hephaestus. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if they're just going to do that again and be like, no, this time you actually capture him. I'm sorry you didn't do that during the game. Ah, God. He's merged that. with the burned remnants of Ted Faro. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If, if they, the fact they kept, kept him alive for no reason, mm -hmm. just to have the, like, I don't even know why that was there other than to set off everything exploding. Mm -hmm. Yes. If they, like, at least I would be like, okay, you did anything with that at all. They, they gave me nothing with the Ted Faro angle. They didn't even let me see him. Mm -hmm. uh, I really like the spike thrower. That's a good weapon that they introduced. It is. Hell yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, liked, I liked throwing the explosive spike into something's face. Uh, and because I was playing on easy, I, did, I would do the Valor Surge that made uh, four of your arrows do double damage and you didn't mm -hmm. use ammo. And then I just switched to like the high power long range bow. Oh yeah. And uh let me I, I shot Murder Man and uh, a third of his health vanished. Yep. Yeah, that sounds good. So <laughs> I don't even I don't even know if he had attacks. Hmm. <laughs> he I'm, did. They were weird. <laughs> yeah, I know we, we fought so, him a few times. I'm trying to remember how well that went, but yeah, I mean, the, the there were so many things to be upset with that going on that was hard uh, to even think about I, how the battle went. I would have I liked to have, like, a button to quick swap equipment sets when I wasn't in combat. Because I feel like it wanted... Because there's so many more machines now than the first game. Mm-hmm. And they have a lot of different weaknesses, and there's a lot of different ammo types this time. Yeah, the, the weird spread of ammo types in this game was odd. It was really hard so to I get really would I really suite. would have liked to be able to hit a button and be like, okay, you switched your set out setup of weapons, so I wouldn't have to manually do that. If like, okay, I'm gonna fight this thing that is weak to this, but the weapons I have on don't mm -hmm. don't have that. And there was also some really really weird stuff like the targeting arrows. I never really used the uh, the override tree that much. Oh yeah, I, those uh, but are I, the canisters, uh, or I never really used them. But I think that's uh, it. I think I'm going to let KZ back out of the uh, cuck shed. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> I have a question to ask after he gets back, and don't worry, it's safe. I assume it's good. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now yeah. that KZ's back, I get to ask Feel the question that can't lead to spoilers. So, Feel, based on that, how excited are you for the VR game? Uh, the same amount I always was, zero. Okay, cool. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm really excited for Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, I'm excited where the story goes, based on me remembering half of the first one and thinking the main character's boring. I'm very excited to play through it. I will do that this year. It was well, really... well, she started She started going on r slash atheism since the first game. So... I, I do remember that discussion that we had like, <laughs> whenever this game launched. Because we tied, I think we titled that. It was, 
Yes, yes. We, we titled posts it. on r slash atheism. Uh... I, I really appreciate Jeff Gerstmann started his, you know, new solo career. Yeah. Leaving Giant Bomb. And on his first episode of the Jeff Gerstmann Show, very smart name. <laughs> Good luck getting fired from any network that buys you. <laughs> uh, he, uh, he, he points out, he's like, yeah, they're going to be making a Ryzen show, which I don't, I don't know. Do you make a story about somebody who isn't Aloy? That's kind of boring. Well, I like the past stuff. Would they do a story about the past stuff, about how the world... Never mind. I don't want a series about that right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, yeah, oh, you yeah, do that, not. That's another no. thing. This isn't really spoiler since it's no main story, so it's safe for KZ. I really okay. didn't like how so many data logs were just like sucking off these billionaires. <laughs> yes. Because, oh, because, it, because it's like, <laughs> and, and, and not, not like, not like in an Elon Musk duck, dick rider type of way, but like the, Billionaires could fix the world, but choose not to. And I'm like, no, they can't. They're they're all uniformly stupid. We've learned that. Please take it. Please get rid of this plot point from 2015. Yeah, there, there's some real Ayn Rand going on in some of the character designs for yeah. that series. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, did you play anything else for you? No, no, I'm done. Oh, shit. That means we need to talk about the summer game just just kidding uh it is in fact the motherfucking pod lords for oh my june God. Oh, wow very cool yeah i, I love this <laughs> yes yeah. that's right <laughs> the fucking pod lords wow pod lords such as you being surprised by the pod lords and how cool they are <laughs> holy shit pod lords that such as me. e lee broils Corey brown Whoa! Elipits be upon ye. Red Blaze 27. Billionaire Genius Juicefrost. Suzu Shiro. Emperor Zero. Shibi Agato. Silent Hill. Nah, say hello to Bland's World, bitch. <laughs> oh, no. This is so much better than what we do for Pot <laughs> Can I have your attention, please, Blam? <laughs> One hundred one shades of wonderful remastered. WTF Spider Man deviants in chat during Poke Mondays. <laughs> oh, no. oh don't, don't show me that dude's head. Uh, is that an AI character? Am I doomed? Yes, he's Which in the Venture Brothers character is this? <laughs> Sonic Central, more like Sonic Rectal. This caca doo doo stream was ass. What were they what thinking? Were they thinking? <laughs> DFW 3K. Lots of uses for a shape shifting arm. Uh, oh no. Uh, Still not over that your main gameplay loop in Mihoyo's dating stream is owning people with facts and logic. Kristen. Raido Kusa Noha and Nocturne Figma pre-order waiting room. Hi, Adam here. I downloaded an entire MAME ROM set, and I'm curating it for a streaming project. This is hell. There is... <laughs> I and then and I can't even read it all. There's too much porn. There we go. <laughs> Kyle Bjork. BN12. I may be a podlord, but thank you other podlords for making me laugh. One day, I'll have a good bit. Matty Moe, Iron Aggro, Blig the Blue, actually, just Blue, 
Monster Hunter, Ryzen and Raiden. Ooh. I couldn't be a podlord last week because I forfeited all my earthly possessions to Smoliv. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Fair. Jordan. Cooper Tank. Sonic Central 2022 in one image. <laughs> AG's Bird Facts now on YouTube. The I can't even was an ancient <laughs> giant penguin that was over four feet tall and weighed 100 pounds. Very cool. Sonic Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> That needs to like pant, pull out and turn, and we see he's in a padded room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his name is uh, his name is Montgomery Mortimer Muddlesworth. Indigo Sykes, induction cooktop master race. <laughs> this this podlord apparently didn't watch the extras where it started making a horrible sound. <laughs> uh oh, that makes sense. It's a big magnet. Uh, they took yeah. the uh. The person from uh, Technology Connections took it apart, and it just started making that sound, and they're like, did I break it? Uh-oh. <laughs> wow! <laughs> All of the Xenoblade 3 Special Editions are mic to scalp! <laughs> oh. uh, sorry to anyone who tried to order that exclusively on the Nintendo Store. It went down, they went, we give up, we'll try and sell them later. <laughs> After eight hours of nothing. A raccoon that is getting ready to throw down in some streets. <laughs> Yo! Very cool. It's like some kind of street brawler. <laughs> a final fight. Jack Columbo. Shinji16 would like to remind you that you matter. And that's where it ends. I, I don't know if the spreadsheet cut it off or what. I really mm -hmm. doubt it, but thank you. Virvarm. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> you had so much fun. I don't remember. <laughs> Why? Why no. No. Reach heaven through violence. I agree. <laughs> the Super Mim. Layton's World 25. The hard M beat the part of Anthem where they try to stop you from playing the game. The Anthem Anthemning will continue. Uh, Mihoyo's founders dash CEOs that are in the dating game they made. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Good for you. That's funny. Saraline. As a charge blame main, I decided to change the longsword after seeing its buffs because... <laughs> Easy mode is now selectable. Chrome <laughs> and... Ram didn't realize she was going to be Podlord for gay month. What a good month. Hell Thank yeah. you very much to our Podlords. Thank you, Podlords. Happy Pride. <laughs> Thank you, Podlords. <laughs> Thank you, Podlord! Holy shit. Thank you, Podlord! Thank you, Podlord! We, we have to do this forever. <laughs> uh, if, you'd like pod. pod Lord, if you'd like to it become a Podlord... much. <laughs> and if you'd like to become a Podlord, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash dbpodcast. For as little as $5 a month, you get access to many benefits, such as early access to Chugging Bleach, our Bleach review podcast about all of Bleach, extended armchair dev pitches and gamer permission permissions when those ID when those shows 
courses to leave ideas on the cutting room floor and a patron exclusive show one per month where you can devote on what good or bad thing we have to watch and then talk about that's patreon.com slash gb podcast and if you don't have any money you can always help us about you can always help us by telling your friends about these lunatics who yell into microphones on the internet. <laughs> I get that there's a lot of them, but we're the best. Patreon.com plus TV podcast. <laughs> yeah! Uh, first bit of news. Did you guys know that MacBooks come with free presentation software? <laughs> Yo! That's pretty cool news. It is pretty cool news. <laughs> I, I really miss Windows PCs coming with a suite of software to be like, this is so helpful. Now there's like, here's a suite of software that you have to download and get a subscription service for. Right. Whereas this, it's like, I guess you can use this. And I'm like, oh, you have no idea the way I'm going to use this, Apple. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> you are not fucking ready. I'm, I'm so excited. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Patreon.com. Yeah. <laughs> I actually don't have the news document brought up for myself. Unfortunately, I have jack shit in there this week. Uh, One yep. moment. I also have almost nothing. Uh, don't worry, Bob has one. I didn't know I'd be here. He'll have so. a whole page. <laughs> yeah, Gro, why didn't you put anything in? Jesus Christ. I don't trust the news, especially when it comes from me. <laughs> It'd be Wait a I'm a biased source. <laughs> I thought you did all your own research, Agro. I do. Uh oh. Don't trust people who say that. I do. On Twitter. Peer reviewed. Oh, I take no. it down to the peer and ask crazy Winston about it. Oh, no. Uh, I'm going to cover the Apple WWDC. The what? Uh, the Apple Worldwide Developer Conference. See, they also okay. use this as a time to announce products. Uh, uh, they're redoing the OS for the iPad so that way you can do more desktop-like things. Hmm. Like, you can have multiple apps open in Windows, station them next to each other. They call the thing Stage Manager, and the left column of your iPad will just become groups of apps. So when you poke them, it will just expand them out into the position you left them in. Hmm. And instead of when you hook up an iPad to an external monitor, it would normally just mirror the device and be stupid about it, and not, like... It would just put the ratio of the iPad on the screen and black bars everywhere else. Now it treats it like a monitor, like a desktop or a laptop would. So it's just more screen real estate for you to move things around. So nice. in theory, for Pokemondays or something, Bob could hook it up in there, put up a reference image for something, which would be cheating. Yeah, absolutely. You not, not, can't do that. Bob could use this technology to cheat the filthy liar. Uh <laughs> And that was the most exciting thing on that end. The MacBook Air. Okay, so you people have probably heard me for the last year and a half been like, man, these Apple computers are coming out with. They're really powerful. They're really affordable. They kick the shit out of everything. What if Apple told you? What if we made it more powerful? And it wasn't as affordable anymore because the new <laughs> MacBook Air is $200 more. Oh. It's more powerful. A little bit. It's got a 1080p webcam. Well, it that's looks... okay. You dropped the price of the old MacBook Air, right? No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, it has a 1080p webcam, and I'm like, uh, okay, okay, that's cool. And then they're like, also, you can put a stand on your MacBook to put your phone on, so it becomes your webcam. And I'm like, but, but you put you put a stand on your MacBook to put your iPhone on it, and then the iPhone's cutting edge, way better quality camera becomes your webcam. And I'm like. 
what, why do I care if it's 1080p? <laughs> Aside from that, bunch of bullshit. I don't really... Did you catch anything else worth any... Oh, 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 oh. Super relevant thing. Um, so for people who don't know, much like there's DirectX and OpenGL and Vulkan, mm-hmm. uh, Apple has their own. It's called Metal. Uh, Metal is adding shit that's uh, features that are on par with the new consoles. So they're doing like the direct storage competitor where you can... It not it's not as much of a CPU hit to load assets of people are using the API. Um, you can stream it in the background. It's like the SSD tech on the uh, PS5. Uh, they are adding. <laughs> this is the funniest shit in the world. They're adding machine learning upscaling, like like DLSS <laughs> and the Intel version. Now everyone has one, but AMD who's pretending to have one. <laughs> <laughs> Literally everyone, even Apple. Now. I know you're sitting there and you're going, why would they need this? It's just phone games, right? Well, they announced this tech, this DLSS-like tech. And then the Capcom guy from Resident Evil Village's tech team comes out, the RE Engine tech director, and just goes, we got uh, Resident Evil 8 running on a MacBook Air in 1080p. It's like a Christmas miracle. (laughs) Yep. Okay, bye. (laughs) That was like, all right, that's, yeah, that's fair. That's impressive. Um... Aside from that, nothing really to talk about. Yeah, they they added a bunch of stuff to uh, the OS for phones too, where you can add things on your um, what do they call lock screen? Yeah, the lock screen has widgets like Android did way long ago, and then they got rid of for a bit, and then they brought back. So that's neat. No, it's really good. And they're bringing the weather app to the iPad. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Is it raining? Then your screen will show rain. Shika, shika, kaboom. (laughs) $1,000, please. Actually, I don't know what iPads cost. Anyways. Uh, That's it. That's it. Yeah. We're going to move on to gaming directly news. Oh, God, look at that. Hey, Bob. Yay. You announced the thing I should have written in here, but for some reason I didn't. Instead, I just showed Tosh the trailer. You can go for it, then. The Tomorrow Children's Resurrection will be called Phoenix Edition. It will rise from its grave later this year. The Tomorrow Children is a really cool-looking game. (laughs) Tosh basically, my girlfriend, found it as a new religion for her. And then it died. Almost immediately. That game looks neat. I'm not even going to try to explain it to you, but you're in... Okay, here's one quick stab. You're in the void in a Soviet Russia post, 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 end of all existence apocalypse. And you must go into the void uh, void to find dead giants and mine their innards for delicious resources, which you must share with all of the people because... So no, says the man in the void. It belongs to the state. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Literally. Uh, yeah, that's coming out later this year. It's um gonna run on a PS5 at 60. Looking at the trailer, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're also gonna do Prusa at some point. I don't know if they even announced that for that launch, but yeah, their plan is to do PC at some point. I'm gonna check out that video. Yeah, we did a video forever ago. You can watch that video. It's Tosh co-hosting it, so I bet she doesn't want you to. <laughs> if I were to guess. Uh. I'm going to check that out because they have to change how the microtransactions and everything else works to give the game a fucking prayer. <laughs> yeah, they said that they rebalance stuff a lot. So hopefully that game feels really different. Because the way the game worked before is it was running on dedicated servers. And that left financial liability and that made Sony go, okay, your game's shutting down now 
after like two months of being on the market. Um, so now it's changed. It's more of a sane setup for uh, servers and stuff. So more sustainable. That's it. <laughs> oh, we're okay. gonna move. We're gonna move to feel. Okay. Feel. Uh, start with your last bullet first. <laughs> the Prince of Persia remake has been delayed till 2024, at least. They said they didn't say 2024. They said at least 2024. And GameStop is going out of their way to refund people who pre-ordered it, which you can always request, but they almost never go like take your fucking money back. Yeah, this is the only um, time I see this all this happen was when Mortal Kombat X's PS3 and uh, 360 versions were canceled. Yeah, not even Duke Nukem so, ever once did this. Duke Nukem forever, yeah. yeah. So I see only two possible outcomes to this now. Possibility one, it's canceled, and in my opinion, that's the far more likely option. Option two is they're like, we're scaling this up into being AAA. Because it yeah. did not... It did not look AAA. It looked like on the level of like that SpongeBob remake. Right. The last time we and I always got the impression this was like, no, this is this is better than PS2, but it's not like top shelf. But if they're delaying, I, I cannot see them releasing a mid-tier Prince of Persia one remake after five years of development. Yeah. Yeah, it really puts them in a spot. Honestly, the way it looked originally, the stuff we saw originally, it looked worse than the original. <laughs> yes. Because of sheer art design. <laughs> so even though it was like, yeah, you used more polygons to make a character that looks like shit. I, I, they're in a really complicated situation. I don't know if that thing's ever coming out. I assume not. Yeah, if it does, it would make sense to be like, this is our revival of the Prince of Persia franchise. We're getting back into it. Like, if they want to put the money in, this is the way to do it. Mm. They're like, here yeah, it is, that's... guys. We did it. Here's the Prince of Persia remaster. So if you sign up for PlayStation Plus, Plus, Plus. <laughs> Double you, Plus, good. You can play this PS2 emulation. Fuck off now. <laughs> and then they hang up. Yeah, I would like to hope they were scaling it up, but I, I, I doubt it. This this thing's so doomed, it feels like. Yeah. After, after, after an announcement at a Ubisoft forward thing, where they're like, it's out in five months, to it's been over two years since that, and it's still not coming out anytime soon. Kind of insane. Mm-hmm. I have to wonder, I, I, I wish we knew what they were doing down there, where I'm like, there's a lot of locations you've shown here. Did you just throw everything out? <laughs> And also, like, it was two weeks ago they said they changed developers on top of it, so it just becomes this thing of, like... Yeah, so... so someone had to come in after that and went, no. <laughs> yeah, either, either they went, no, the, 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 this isn't gonna work, F fuck this project. Or they went, no, give this, like, Assassin's Creed money, we need to bring this franchise back. Yeah, that would be the smart move at this point, because yeah. I feel like you get a lot of goodwill out of that. What is... There's not supposed to be an assassin's creed this year is there there are rumors of one but, <laughs> uh, but of they, 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 they cut they, out an expansion but they haven't announced anything they, they don't they just they just did a far cry which seemingly didn't do very well or at least not as well as other far cries they don't i doubt they have a watchdogs on deck this fast because that was also last year wasn't it or was it 2020 no it was the year before yeah that was it, it was it was right when the consoles were were coming out like a month before it mm -hmm. 
and they probably don't have an Assassin's Creed on deck. And all their like the <laughs> yeah, because remember all these Ubisoft and <laughs> EA are all three of them are independently on fire for different reasons. Although mm -hmm. some of them are all some of the reasons are the same. The sexual predator part, but um, mm -hmm. oh. so it's just like like I do wonder if if they'll recover or just fall apart and like Embracer Group is like no no the only people making AAA games now are Sony. And the, the biggest other thing is like on the scale of like um like a Final Fantasy or something that it has money, but not not Horizon Forbidden West money. Yeah, I was gonna say Horizon gets to benefit from being in a space where it's almost like Sony's the only blockbuster in the gaming industry. Like they're Hollywood. <laughs> so it's yeah. like, look at this fucking game, it doesn't look real. And then you see other games and you're like, it has a great personality. Yeah, yeah the the term is bad. But I feel like Sony games are like quadruple A. If that thing existed, that would be it. Yeah, like like they're quadruple A because then you have like actual triple A efforts from like a Capcom or mm -hmm. sometimes from Square Enix or like other companies where it's like, okay, this is really good looking, but it isn't the most amazing thing you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, all the time. And it's like. You look at Horizon, it's got like 80 hours of gameplay. And according to critical reviews at the time, Resident Evil 3 Remake is 40 minutes long. <laughs> uh, yes. And then, I, and then I, I'll, I'll look at like a Resident Evil 2 Remake and I'm like, that is a triple A ass video game. Yep. But yeah, Sony's it's still absurd. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I wonder, I wonder if we're not heading towards like a game industry where instead of what has been the case for the past... 15 years where big publishers go we make three games and if they don't sell 15 million copies each we all have to hang ourselves <laughs> if, if it won't be something closer to embracer group where it's like no we make a million games and if each of them sell like 800,000 copies that's great we make a lot of lower budget games in different genres yeah, I'd love if we could get back and, there, and that, that PS2 of, era. Yeah, A lot of franchises can come back because now making a game doesn't mean a six-year development cycle and $100 million of development funds. You can make the game in two or three years with, like, 20. Mm -hmm. Especially with Unreal becoming more and more useful as a developer tool constantly. Yeah. Yeah, you have to you have to wonder how long it's going to take for all these publishers who are crashing and burning to just swing back to the other side of maybe we should try to make sustainable games. Yeah. But but we'll have to give Unreal 8%. But 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 if we spend all of our money on one game, we may get infinite money back. What what if Assassin's Creed's the super ultimate game? <laughs> What if we have the two of those with a Far Cry one going at the same time? Doesn't, doesn't that make sense to everyone? <laughs> no, no, no. They say the Assassin's we're, we're Creed games have, are getting worse. Make them we're gonna longer. Have <laughs> we're going to have five of those, Bob. That's we're gonna what have they've the, been doing. Every we're gonna time it's making bigger and bigger and bigger. Now it's an infinite game. We're going to have the Assassin's Creed infinite death game. Aww. The Far Cry infinite death game. Skull and Bones. It's the, the Tom Clancy infinite death game and beyond good and evil to the infinite death game. Like people keep saying our games are bloated and not worth playing. What should we do? Fuck them. Make it longer. <laughs> I know the real problem. They want more. 
I will never get over the Assassin's Creed or the Ubisoft like uh, public relations person saying we heard people's criticism and we really cut down and made a uh, Valhalla a real lean game and it ends up being a third longer than the last one. Didn't they delete that tweet? They did. <laughs> they did in fact delete that tweet because I saw two separate reviews mention it and point out that the, the tweet was gone. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's weird because Assassin's Creed, out of all these IPs, is the least compliant conceptually with the Infinite Death game because it's like, well, I mean, I assume most of these are going to try to become the watchdog sort of thing. And it's like, you're the new Templar in town. Go join up with three other Templars. Well, well, see, <laughs> well, I, Templar well, see, see, my my vision of the Ubisoft of the Assassin's Creed Infinite Death game is they do Genshin Impact and you roll for your assassins and they can add new eras to their fucked up map. I mean, they... So it's like, do you, 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 you gotta pay them $400 to roll for five-star Ezio. They've been gearing oh. it towards that for a long while. Like, the last two RPG-focused ones were so intensely, yeah, it's no longer a stealth game. It's now just numbers game. Yeah. You need to get grind higher, higher, higher gear. So you can yeah. do whatever you're doing with Diablo Immortal. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, I'm just gonna point out we did that we did we had that moment as a culture, as an industry with Mega Man. Mega Man Legends come out. And you hear all these fucking boomers just be like, oh, Mega Man Legends isn't like the Mega Man I like. This isn't what I think of. And yet somehow Assassin's Creed did this transition. So many of them were like, I love Assassin's Creed, that's what this is. <laughs> I'm like, what? Fucking what? And every time I see them say that they're like, I didn't like any of the other ones. <laughs> But 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 this but this Egypt one that's just Diet Witcher. Now that was good. And uh, Diet Witcher is being charitable. I tried that. That was one of the ones I got tricked by all the positive reviews on that game. Uh -huh. I'm like, yeah, this is like The Witcher. If it had no writing and only had the element of where your attacks are actually a cone that only affect the thing you're locked onto and nothing else. Yeah, they're like Assassin's Creed has finally matured and evolved into the game it always could have been. I'm gonna go eat a baby now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, sorry, I'm still really personally offended by what happened to that series. Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's uh -huh. absolutely fair. That's absolutely fair. It's really fucked up that that happened. Yeah, I, no, I, I kept I, coming I, back every time, hoping to be like, okay, this is gonna be the one, and then it's like. With those, they drove so far off that cliff. It was like, you're not ever coming back. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like your core yeah, concept was nothing. so cool. Yeah. <laughs> but we got way in the weeds on this one. We need yeah, to. Yeah, we did. We got to move, move on. Yes. Okay. Uh, Yuru kill the calumniation. The calumniation? <laughs> the I don't know. Calumni the calumniation. <laughs> the calumniation. Columbia Pictures presents. Uh, it's a visual novel shmup hybrid, and it looks like a, like a good shmup. Huh. Uh, it launches. Oh. It, it launches July fifth, and I think there's a demo, but I didn't get a chance to check it out. Uh, South mm. Korean game developer NCSoft has announced Project M, an interactive narrative game that is shaped by player choices. So think of like a Quantic Dream type game. Uh, it's using Unreal Engine five and has hyper realistic graphics, and it looks insane. Some of the shots in the trailer tricked me, and I'm like, no, this is a picture. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that yeah, thing that looks, looks insane. <laughs> I'm very excited. I want more people in this space. A lot of people are like, I hate games that like movie. And I'm like, I like games that like movie. 
right? I yeah. want movie interactive game. Yeah. Very I, good. Sometimes funny. They're like, it's not a real game. I'm like, it's also <laughs> not 2007, <laughs> so shut the fuck up. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's, it's like, like obvious, like, it isn't like, it isn't taking over the industry. And I understand thinking that, worrying about that a little bit in seventh gen where every game was terrible and, and it seemed like devs would just take the chance, just give up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And be like it, every game is every game is now heavy rain. But that didn't happen. Right. right. And there was even that at that time there was a lot of like, man, I hate this Sony is using a ton of money on this horrible person to tell these stories poorly. Right, right. And that's I I, I understand. Uh luckily. As a fan of the Sega CD, that went under everyone's radar. The best gaming platform ever created. Yeah, I, I, I was going to say, I've never had a problem with these because I like FMV games and think they're funny. And this is, I guess, what the evolution of that became. And that's great. Like, yeah, like like we, like that super, super massive one or whatever it is. Um, the Until Dawn devs, like their game, mm-hmm. Decor, is coming out next week. And that's pretty much in that ilk i i especially like the ones where it's like it's different depending on your choices and there's like different permutations of how the game can go yeah i i think one of the more interesting things to bring up with this is this is ncsoft so guild wars yeah they have they have all that money from their mmo outings yeah Yeah. it's it 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 really does seem like that that we're entering the era where a lot of these companies that made super popular gotcha games are like well, there's no more growth in that region. What do we do? Mm-hmm. Make a normal game? Kind of lost me for a second, Dan. Like, oh, yeah, look at this intricate story-based game. NCSoft, Guild Wars. Oh, God, ArenaNet's not writing it, are they? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's so funny to see, like, multiple games going, all right, we're going to try and do something that's kind of like a Quantic Dream game, but, you know. Not not by them. Meanwhile, Quantic Dream's like, we're going to put combat in our Star Wars game. I mean, Quantic <laughs> Dream was also like, we're not making that game because we can't find anybody to work for us anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do love all these people taking taking shots at that because, you know, it's like, I'm David Cage and this is the, the David Cage game. And everybody's like, we don't want to make David Cage games. But it's like they're, they're, Stephen King and I, I think a couple of other people have uh, a common quote about there's there's. The book you, the second most important book you'll read as an author is the one that inspires you to want to write. The most important book you'll read as an author is the one where you go, well, shit, I can do better than this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's true. I think the industry is waking up like, well, fuck, we can do this. David Cage is like, no. For half the money. He's, he's somehow transported back to the courtroom and crying. <laughs> yeah. I, I, really, I, I really do wonder if there isn't like this trend in, in smaller, like d- developers with a lot of new employees like fresh to the industry who look at some of these other games and are like why did they have so much trouble getting that working it's an unreal five yeah yeah at some point uh, when your engine and interactivity sucks because you wanted better visual fidelity is solved by you know unreal engine being licensable and these consoles being insanely strong you end up a good spot uh so now it's time for more talk of things on fire uh, 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 one of those big one of those big exposés on how shitty a developer or publisher came out this time this time bethesda is on the chopping block mm-hmm. um okay. let me just run down the bullet points of this big expose uh crunch on fallout 76 was so bad that it was literally like destroying testers mentally uh there's there's anecdotes of testers going 
I fell in the stairs and almost broke something and I wish I had so I wouldn't have had to come to work. And the idea of fantasizing about being too injured to come to work is the only time I was happy working on Fallout 76. Oh my God. Uh, Testing was not only, they were not only in giga crunch mode, testing was so unorganized people would work on an outdated build for like days and then find out all that work had to be thrown out because it was on an outdated build. Mm -hmm. Uh, There were snitches in every team ratting people, ratting people out if they took too long in the bathroom or slacked off and Mm. they were not like planted by management. They were doing it for free. They were like, this might help my career if I sell out other people. If you (sighs) (laughs) go for it. No. <laughs> Thank you. Everybody already knows what I'm going to say. Yep. So I don't need yep. to say it. Uh, Redfall and Starfield got delayed because of this fucking game. Redfall and Starfield <laughs> yep. both lost developers to this game to try and fix it after launch. So they probably would have been The game that should have been canceled. Yeah. They, they should have just let go when it launched and failed. Should what have a ever stupid thing. company. The opening of that yeah. E3 should have been whoops. Yeah. <laughs> And somebody uh, pulling a plug on stage. Mul- multiple employees equated to Todd Howard to a hurricane because um, he wasn't really supervising this game at all, despite being, you know, supposedly the producer. He was mostly focusing on Starfield 2, but sometimes he'd show up to just say, throw all this out and then leave. <laughs> uh, Bethesda suffered a major exodus of Wait. senior staff due to Fallout 76. I believe that. Yeah. This has since caused problems because one of the reasons that uh, Bethesda has clung to the creation engine for 20 years is because well, all our senior staff know how to use it. It would take time to train them to use Unreal. Uh-huh. So now they're in the situation oh, no. where when we have to replace now we have to replace people who don't know how to use this right? archaic shit. Did your bad corporation do a fucky wucky and brain drain yourself? Oops. How could that have happened? Ah, uh, uh, lots of employees with a lot of multiplayer experience, like people from the Elder Scrolls Online, who who know about this thing, were like, "Guys, you need to change the course of this train. It's coming right at us." But but everybody in power went, "No." This was so much worse because I didn't read Feels News. Neither did I. Uh, yeah, I also didn't. I just knew he was writing nightmare. a lot of bullets, and I got scared. Uh, I can't uh, wait for the first news story. Where a game developer union cancels a project out from under management <laughs> because they're not stupid. <laughs> oh that would God. be great. That would be unbelievable. <laughs> be so beautiful. At a certain point, you take the collective action of you are ruining our careers. Stop it. And that became a national holiday, <laughs> uh, known as Go cream. Fuck Yourself Day. I need that to happen to Ken Levine now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, KZ. Society doesn't progress that fast. You're right. Uh, the creation engine sucks so bad at this point that updating the build of the game breaks all the tools they have for testing it, and then they have to fix the tools before they can test the game. I wonder why Starfield's not coming out this year. <laughs> uh, mysteries. We knew, we knew this. This had come out a bunch of times, but it's worth yelling from the, t- the top, the treetops. QA finds almost every bug in every Bethesda game. They just decide not to fix them before shipping. Working as intended. Yeah, of yep. course. They, th- everyone, like, everyone who plays it finds them with no effort. So I imagine, like QA. Yeah. Yeah. We, we don't have 
Yeah. <laughs> we always talk about those policies those they, they have of a game launched with this bug before, so we don't have to fix it. Yeah. So it was already an acceptable product. <laughs> but are you telling me Bethesda games have qualified immunity? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jesus. Well, it's okay. We found out that this bug is below the lethal dose. Yep. Critically speaking. Uh, uh, this is this is one of the parts of this article that gave me convulsions. Um, Uh-oh. Microsoft seemingly acknowledges that they have the touch of death and are not in of doing any with none of the studios they buy they are not interfering in them at all not even to try and fix things that they know are fucked up because they're like what if we ruin it somebody says microsoft has a house of cards approach to these studios where they're afraid if they touch them at all they will yeah. suddenly fall to pieces yeah because they they have a history there's objective evidence of this over a decade right but yeah. i mean yeah. that that says to me that there there may in fact be a shortage of feedback and well, I was led to believe uh, yeah. that there would be no shortage of feedback. Oh, don't worry. That's when they touch the card. And that's why they <laughs> phrased it like that, because the shortage, the lack of shortage of feedback is the hurricane. Is, 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 is this a supply chain issue? Phil Spencer. This feedback shortage? Phil Spencer is the storm. Is Biden ruining Bethesda? <laughs> yes. You guys, you guys haven't heard the you guys haven't heard the worst part of this entire expose. What? Uh, no, what? Is it breast before, milk? Before the act, before the act, in, in my opinion, worse. Um, what? Before the acquisition, the employees were like, "This is going to be great." Microsoft employees get all these benefits we don't have, and then Microsoft went, "Well, we're taking a hands-off approach." Oh, kill them! Allegedly, <laughs> unionize. So you don't, you don't really uh, yeah. need. All these benefits we give real Microsoft employees. Oh, 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 oh. oh what's up, Colony Company? <laughs> yeah, oh my come God. on. That's, yeah, no, that's not an acquisition. That is a conquest. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. It's okay. Just generate some profits for us out there on those highlands. Do, do, do we, and I, I'm not asking practically because I know we practically don't, but uh -huh. technically don't we have some kind of regulatory body to prevent shit like this? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure we fucking do. Uh, <laughs> on paper. They were owned by someone. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Off paper. <laughs> mm. Thank you for the news, that, that, Mr. That, Field. That's, that's the end of our nightmare block for this week. Yeah, the total number of Bethesda employees uh, vastly outnumbers Microsoft executives, right? Yes. Oh, that's a fun fact. Oh, that is a fun well, fact. Well, maybe not now because so many are quitting. <laughs> True enough. So they'll fix things with Activision when they get them, though, right? <laughs> that's what we all have to sit here and believe, right? Are you implying there's something wrong with Activision? <laughs> What, what was that thing you said in armchair devs? Uh, productivity. <laughs> productivity up. Everything is fine. fine. Everything There's fine. no cause for alarm. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, uh, what a dark story this week. Okay. Oh, well. uh, yeah. KZ, are you okay with me taking your second bullet because I loved this story? And as the guy who owns one, two, switch, I really wanted to talk about oh, yeah, this. I, this is the one I was so I, I was going to open with it first. So go for it. Knock it out, buddy. So, Agro, have you played one, two, switch? Uh, I haven't. It was a full price game that should have been a pack in. <laughs> yes. Wait for Hold it. <laughs> have you heard of the sequel? Three, four, 
No, everyone won to switch. That's terrible. Uh, No, I haven't. (laughs) So everybody's one to switch was a game that has been in development. And the whole time people are like, this seems like it could be good. This could be neat. We're opening up to do multiplayer stuff. We're doing online lobbies. People could join in their phones and other switches and other stuff. And we're opening up these games and oh, this fucking sucks. And everyone just looks at each other. Everyone involved just goes, this will seriously damage the reputation of Nintendo as a manufacturer of quality software if we ship this they already made boxes they're sitting in warehouses they don't know what to do with this there are people in charge saying for the love of god just make it a part of the expansion pack for the love of god just give it to them as a part of some bundle so they don't feel like they paid anything for it because this game is rotten to the core. They did playtests. The playtests are coming back smatteringly terrible. We're talking families just going, it was so boring. We just wanted to get out. This is one of the worst so, games so, it sounds like Nintendo has like, ever like this, made. This story on its face sounds like a bad thing that happened. <laughs> but put in the context of what we were just talking about, uh-huh. this is a good result of the bad thing that happened. <laughs> yes. They didn't ship the game. There's, but they don't one know part of, They might one, still do it. Oh, no. Yeah. But there's one part of the story that gave me a stroke, and I'm happy it's there because it confirms something I always suspected. Mm-hmm. When they started to develop this, there was like, we were told not to make a game that could in any way conceivably replace the first one because we wanted it to continue selling, which confirms my suspicion I've had for years that Nintendo will only make one Zelda and one Mario per console because they're scared that they'll cannibalize themselves somehow because they're crazy. Yeah, because they have eternal sales. They get to sell Mario Odyssey for the entire life of the Switch. The eternal sales of 1-2-Switch, though? Yes. That's insane. They they believe in it. That sold over 3 million copies. Yeah, that thing, I think they said it was 4, but I don't remember. (laughs) It was a decent amount of sales. I feel so bad for 4 million people. I it just, was like it theoretically, was, I have been robbed of a Majora's Mask style Breath of the Wild, and now I'm just pissed. Well, yeah. One, one, one of the one around. of the examples for mini games in everyone's one to switch, by the way, is <laughs> bingo, but the person hosting it has to do a bunch of shit with the Joy-Con to simulate pulling the ball out. It's really <laughs> tedious and stupid, and nobody everybody hated it. Okay. Here's my favorite story that came out of this, okay? The host of everybody's one to switch is some weird bipedal horseman. And in other languages, they're like, horse is kind of close to the sound of the word host. So it kind of works that he's the host. And this is, he's just a dude, normal dude, wearing a horse mask. You know? Mm-hmm. The playtester, so sick of this fucking game, started shorthand calling it horse shit. <laughs> and I'm like, it's not, a, it's not an accurate title. He's hosting it and it's a bunch of shit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this thing's uh, an absolute fucking nightmare. But uh, yeah, one of the things is it lets uh, you use smartphones to play with 100 player lobbies. It's inspired by Jackbox games. They have absolutely no idea what to do with this. And it is staggering. I've never seen Nintendo in a situation like this where they go, oh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I mean, except the Wii U. I mean, yes, this is the Wii U, the game. So, so better than the Wii U, which was Wii U, the, which was the Wii U of the five years. Yeah, the Wii U, the generation. <laughs> yes. 
But it's uh, it's it's interesting. I'm curious if they will eat the cost on all these boxes in the development of the game just to be like, here it is. It's a part of the Nintendo Switch Online expansion. Because frankly, yeah. when they said that, I was like, I actually might upgrade just to check it out. Here's, here's what they do. Yeah. Uh-huh. Don't eat that cost. Absolutely not. That's bad business. <laughs> Go harder. Throw a little more good money after bad. Build a fucking museum in the middle of Shinjuku. Uh-huh. All right. Put all those boxes up on walls, in shadow boxes, behind glass, in fu- on plinths, in rows, columns of them everywhere. Uh-huh. Make it the museum of the one bad game Nintendo ever made. So uh, another part of this, which was killing me because it's like, wow, it's good to know that Nintendo's still Nintendo, is is reports that like executives are extremely resistant to any outcome that isn't selling this for $60. Yep, yeah, of course. Yeah. They, uh-huh. don't, they, they don't want to give it away. They don't want to sell it for less. Yeah, I was like, maybe just put it out there for 20 but no, clearly not. Yeah, after reading the, uh, after reading Reggie Fils-Aimé's book where they had to fight tooth and nail for several months to get Wii Sports as a pack, and I believe this one. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%, yeah. yeah. Things to, to do not change. He didn't even, yeah, that he didn't fully win because it's only in the West that that was a pack in. Yeah. Japan had to buy it. We can't sell this game at full price, but it's a Nintendo game. Hmm. I see. <laughs> Nintendo's crazy. They'll be like, here's Tropical Freeze, the Wii U game. It's now 10 more dollars. Yeah. Let's move on. Okay. Uh, so, next up... Uh, this came out today during a, one, another Sonic stream, I guess. Mm-hmm. The Sonic 3 and Knuckles portion of Sonic Origins will not feature every song from the original for four reasons. Uh, mm-hmm. June Senoe is working to adapt those tracks that are missing to be as close to the original like 1993 style as possible for that port. Yeah, this seems like what was necessary to release Sonic 3 again. Yeah, yeah, that's thanks. It's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully whatever they come up with is still good. It's <sighs> just live and learn in the middle of ice cap zone. <laughs> I'll take it. It would just be funny. <laughs> I mean, obviously, obviously you don't do live and learn. Ice cap zone starts with him on the snowboard. So you open it with escape the city. Of course. Duh. And yeah. then act two is live and learn. <laughs> Okay, you have some really good ideas. <laughs> uh, they came out and said they had the prototype tracks they didn't use, so they're building from those. Yeah, I did see that. That that they did. They are like looking at the prototype stuff before other collaborators. You know. Yeah. Came came in to uh, punch things up. Yeah, the the prototype tracks leaked a little while ago because for the mm. longest time people thought they just invented those tracks for the PC version. Mm. Uh, but it's like no that 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 was a part of that game soundtrack and then when uh brad buckster i mean definitely michael jackson and michael jackson alone came in and made songs for sonic 3 and not just repurposed uh stranger moscow and hard times the jetsons <laughs> song uh they, they they replaced them so they never fully developed those so when it comes to pc it's just like enjoy this that was really fun did you guys see that interview brad buckster uh one of the writing staff of michael jackson Mm -hmm. one of uh the guy from the jetsons the guy who wrote that song hard times for the jetsons did an interview in the last week where he goes yeah sega comes up to michael and michael's like yeah i'll make a song and then michael comes to me and goes make a song (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> what can I say? The king delegates. Yeah, he didn't seem bitter or anything. He's like, that's just how it worked, man. <laughs> My yeah. God. That's amazing. That's what I had to do, and it just happened. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next up, some uh, games media news. Uh, Jeff Gersman leaves Giant Bomb, making it so none of the original creators are now on the site at this point. Uh, he is now doing a podcast called The Jeff Gersman Show. It has a Patreon. I think he will be doing fine when I listen <laughs> yeah. to it. He's just like, he's like, I've had to spend more and more time as things have developed, worrying about metrics, doing meetings about what should work, what, and I'm tired of it. I just want to talk about video games. Did Understandable. So, yeah. yeah. Did, did anyone else read the Giant Bomb official post? No. Yes. <laughs> Nightmare. Yeah, that thing is... A little rough as it talks about how it's like an SNL cast that can be buried. And it's oh, like, no, this was oh, the founder. You really shouldn't be comparing no. yourself to SNL ever. Yeah, it, it's been really rough because they've been doing a lot of drives for like premium and stuff and a lack of transparency on like content. And a lot of the things that Jeff said he wanted to do when they changed things up a few months ago just never happened. So yeah. I'm sure that that was part of it. Just like. They're like, the metrics won't be good on the things you want to do. So he he decided to uh, tap out. The funniest thing to come out of this is they're like, we're going to get a few people in. One of the rumors is that Jeff Grubb will be full time on Giant Bomb. I mean, that's what it seemed like was happening. Let's look at uh, let's look at their how many <laughs> how many subscribers Giant Bomb has and how many they have a year from now. Yeah, uh, that would be interesting. And I don't think that's uh, publicly available information, but I'm sure maybe it'll come out. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's got and, it. Um, Wor worth noting, Jeff Gersman has uh, 6,155 patrons already, uh, having run this for, what, two, three days? Yeah. They, I, yeah Jeff like, must have timed this with E3 because he knew. <laughs> yeah, like, he, he just like because he, he yeah, wasn't the, even on <coughs> like, the final bomb cast that he got to talk about him leaving. He just left. Yeah. So yeah, I have to I, wonder how bad that went on that th side. There was I, no farewell, and he immediately had two sponsors for the podcast, and he just immediately went into them for paid ad reads. Uh, it was so I funny. He's losing it. He's losing it while doing those ad reads, too. He's just yeah. like, you know what Blue Chew is? And I'm sitting there, I'm like, no, I don't. And he's like, it makes your dick hard. And I'm what? like, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes I, on for a minute about this shit, and I, I lose could, it. I could not <laughs> believe that he got that much time at a magic spoon where it's like you know it's the cereal you want this it has this and this and you know it's gonna be like 4am you're just gonna knock out the whole box but what if it was good shit and not bad shit <laughs> yeah he's like you know what a fruit flavored cereal tastes like you have an expectation there well this is that without all the crap <laughs> yeah he's He's so like, good at that. The the funniest thing, and it's now my new headcanon. Dan Reichert announced he's returning to Giant Bomb full-time. I will now assume Jeff left, understandably, to avoid Dan Reichert. Uh, Honestly? I guarantee... I, I, no, I, no, that says to me that they were like, oh, we fucked up. Because yes. the way he left says to me that they... They must have been like so overbearing and not understanding how much of Giant Bomb is Jeff Gersman that he's just like, why am I still here? Yeah. Like, what am I doing? And then they're and then they were like, "Oh fuck, we we fucked up. We better get we we better get anybody to not just make the site flatline immediately." Like, just imagine they're putting the squeeze on Jeff fucking Gersman when he's the only remaining actual member of Giant Bombs, not someone later employed by them. Right, a member of Giant Bomb. They're putting the squeeze on him. 
They're pretending that he needs to bargain for shit. Mm -hmm. It's like, you don't understand. Everything you just acquired goes to nothing if you do not give this man what he wants. And they fucked up. Yeah. 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 Well, like, this is this is what happens when um I need to look up what company bought them. Oh, it was a fucking investment firm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. investment. Yeah, thing. one of those going around. It, it was yeah. it was a it was a bunch of venture capitalists. So of course they don't know shit and don't mm -hmm. understand that like the people are required for this. Like it just becomes no yeah. no we know the must cause most because we run these sites that are those that are just grids of four by four rectangles with aggregate yes. content. We can turn Giant Bomb into that, right? Maybe uh, the new giant bomb can start up the Traders to America list and, and get some of that get some of that magic going. Oh yeah, God. God. Yeah, it's just it's really rough. I, I I almost wanted to be optimistic when they're like, we're gonna bring Danny O'Dwyer in to do content. He's been gone for months. <laughs> he just returned to doing no clip full time, but he was gonna try and do shows over there. That's completely fallen out. Yeah, like I feel. <sighs> If you're listening to this and you're somebody who's like like a per type of person who'd be hired by Giant Bomb now, like who isn't established in some other way, don't. Like, you, you're not, this isn't your chance. This is the opposite, actually. You're, you're signing up to work on a sinking ship. Uh, let me tell you, there is an opportunity in my life to where I applied to work at Giant Bomb. I felt bad that that didn't work out. And then within a year and a half, I started to feel better on a sliding scale all the way until today. <laughs> uh -huh. You were like, I didn't get in. And these hires got in and and, 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 and and the product continued to stay in its high quality, I'm sure. Yes, of course. I it's definitely really didn't look at the talent that came in and went, oh, I, yeah, mm, okay. It, it, it's so funny in the past week and a half. Next lander that has a chunk of old Giant Bomb alums is like, we're starting another podcast on top of it with even more of the old crew that'll just cycle in. I'm like, God, it's really bad out here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this, yeah is, that's, this is that's that. this is this this is this new trend where meet like just investment companies are trying to get into every single field. Well, yeah, Be, like, real estate people, wasn't enough. <laughs> who are, that's the people who own like Kotaku and all those sites now is mm -hmm. some is some fucking, you know, yeah. investment company called Deathstone or whatever. Right, like the, the, there are parts they, of economic activity that. happening that are not paying dividends to investment firms, and that is unacceptable. No, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And, but, and, and investment firms are not staffed by human beings; they're staffed by simacrums, you know. <laughs> and they are run by algorithms, and no one's beings. responsible for anything they do. Yeah, of course, because it's an algorithm. <laughs> and uh, gee, I, gee, I wonder why the economy's on the verge of collapsing. It's a real fucking mystery, and we really can't point fingers, okay? <laughs> it's impossible to do that. Well, don't even try. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess we'll move on. Uh, we got a rumor here uh, mm -hmm. that Hideo Kojima's next game is a horror game called Overdose. going to be star uh, starring Margaret Qualley, who was uh, Mama in Death Stranding. Uh, we know nothing else about it. That's that's just apparently what's next. Do we know where the rumor's from? Uh, I, I saw it propagating in a couple of places. Mainly came from, like, a Nebelian-like report. Mm. Uh, worth noting, it's described as both a third-person and first-person game. Huh. Like, mm, either you yeah. will change based on segments or interchangeable. Unclear. Or the madman's finally gone and made a second-person game. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Isn't that Geist? Where you become you? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be the uh, the boss of the first level of Battletoads? 
Um, I yes. think this is exciting. Like the thought of him not just working on No Death Stranding, but something else. Yes, thank God. Yeah, that that could be cool. I was excited for whatever Kojima wants to do. I really like Death Stranding. I really don't think it's a great IP for a sequel. No. I, I, yeah, I, I'm glad that he seems to be working on something because I doubt that this is an open world horror game. It's probably more linear. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm like, please, please go back to doing like linear, really well designed, polished things. I liked Death Stranding. The time before Death Stranding, you tried that formula. It really didn't work out at all. So, yeah, like, I'm excited. Especially since Kojima is making it, mean, meaning it will be a game. <laughs> and not like you're a helpless horror protagonist, just run away. Okay. All right, so uh, things have been very busy for Capcom in regards to Street Fighter this week. At least the last time we did a podcast. Um, they they uh, accidentally got their entire roster leaked this past week of 22 characters mm-hmm. uh comp- and and this type of league it's not just a list it is the art of every single one of those characters and people went that art is in 3d renders in those trailers this this is yeah. seemingly like uh, this is it. yeah this yeah is this it. is and legit th- as shit yeah and their their twitter said uh you saw some stuff you weren't supposed to see but we <laughs> love all of the positive reactions that are almost unanimous yeah so, no that cast looks great this together yeah, yeah, it's a ton of actually new characters that look cool. No uh-huh. Abels among them. <laughs> yeah, there's eight newcomers in this if you want to count Luke. Yeah, we yeah. should. Because he's yeah. nothing like about five for Luke. Based on the reaction I've seen, yeah. Yeah, let's pretend he's they, not they, five. They redesigned Ed, and now I'm not angry looking at him. Yeah. He doesn't look like a meatball anymore. Like I'm really happy that it's like, oh, they they he had anything resembling he now looks anything resembling his original design instead of just well, we made him big because we don't know how to make a character that isn't big in the Street Fighter Five engine. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, all every everything that came out about this game is super exciting. Yeah, I think the only oh. disappointment is all of the returning characters are from two. I don't think there's anyone from another game. Uh there's a couple. There's like Rashid and oh, Jury. Yeah, Rashid and Jury. That's it. But not yeah, the important yeah. game, which is three. <laughs> They're like, we will get the most popular rep from the previous two numbered ones. Mm-hmm. Or at least like the main pro tag, because that's that is what Rashid's role in five is. Yep. <laughs> Allegedly, yes. Well, that's yes. what they tell me. <laughs> yep. They keep putting out art where they're like, here's the main characters from each one. And I'm like, oh, all right. Uh also at Summer Game, Summer Game Fest, they reveal one of these lead characters, Guile. Uh, he looks sick as hell, and uh, he's able to do all of his moves in a sober way, unlike Street Fighter V. He, he's so cool. I love his redesign. Everyone's yeah. redesign is so good, I want to cry. Yeah, they're all, yeah. They're yeah. all winners. It's, yeah, it's mm. crazy. He shows up in a denim flight suit, and it's like the first time <laughs> as an American you see Maxter Gundam. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Yeah, the oh, Rashid re- redesign actually made him look cool. Even it's like, how do you do that? What? See, I didn't even <laughs> see the Rashid one. He just—he's Rashid, so he disappeared. When I looked at that roster, <laughs> I was fair. like, where is he? The Street Fighter Five character I supposed to care about? I, I didn't even recognize DJ on that until someone pointed it out. I'm like, oh, okay, Jesus. 
Yeah, Street Fighter Six is the most exciting Street Fighter's been in a while. Yeah, they it's also great. did that thing uh, yesterday where they had Rolling Stone release a music video for their opening song, and I was like, "This is good." <laughs> yeah, they did that. Um, they they showed the versus screen, which we had already seen in the trailer, where it's just like a garage opens after you select the characters. They, yeah. they play a cool track. There's like a really good presentation to it that reminded me of like, oh, they're ca- they've caught up the Nether Realm now. In mm. terms of stuff, and then went back to the past to give us a Soul Caliber two like taunts where you press buttons to make your character make a weird face. Yeah, they're both just making the face at each other like this, and you just hit directions on the D pad to determine what face they will make at each other, and it's I, the best. One of them has to have Max Payne face. <laughs> Rashid uh, should I, have I, Max Payne I, face. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, one of the characters in the first expansion pass should uh, just be mocap by Sam Lake. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Makoto. You, you you hit the switch sure. and he just turns to face the camera and does the face. <laughs> Do the face, Makoto. <laughs> they should uh, they should bring back Q and all it does is make his head tilt. Yes. No, he makes the sounds. He just goes. Arr, arr. <laughs> the only one that makes sounds so it becomes an incredibly popular character he was one of the best characters in the world he's wearing an iron mask and sometimes at random when a battle ends he crushes their face with his foot <laughs> and it's like oh god he's doing it again yeah we don't need we don't need diet Q that we got last time we need real Q if we I, want to I, do think that. We, I think we're kind of getting diet Q again because in that leak there was a character named JP who is wearing kind of a similar outfit as uh, G did huh as the president like, of the world. And, and, he, and he has like a question mark next to his flag. <laughs> yeah, he is a part of some other faction the way Ed is for Neo Shadaloo. Yeah. But yeah, that's all, that's all exciting. Good to see various different reps. Uh, I saw people cheering that the Mexican rep is not El Fuerte from Street Fighter 4. Peace mm. is returned to the kingdom. Uh, also, all the yeah, clips El- they show is really El- great. El Fuerte was really lame. Like, uh, yeah, he, not not just his design and him and like his his weirdo moves where he like eats hot peppers and goes crazy, <laughs> but also just the fact is like, what's our what's our luchador character's name? The Strong in Spanish. Yeah, yeah. I feel like conceptually, I should have liked that character a lot because it was like, oh, he's a chef and a wrestler, and it was like this neat cross section, and they just. It was lame. They like a lot of stuff it. before. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I've been I've been enjoying the frequent clips they've been posting of like characters mechanics and, and other stuff like that and clips of the soundtrack and I'm like, man, they, they found the personality and identity of the series again. Yeah, it's great. Which is just Street Fighter Street Fighter Six is just a sequel to three. Yeah. Which, you know, feels great. Uh, mo- moving on, we, we mentioned it earlier. Nick, uh, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl got voice acting items. Went through that and the what we've been playing. Sonic Frontiers is getting a prologue animated <laughs> thing that stars Knuckles. We saw two seconds of it, and those two seconds were one shot. It just showed the Master Emerald, the Knuckles, and that's it. This should have been a really cool announcement, and they gave it, it to us have. in the worst way possible. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they did. They got me hype and then angry over the course of ten seconds. That was crazy. <laughs> and... Uh, last thing before uh, the conferences start hitting me in the head again. Sony Bend 
unveiled their new logo and confirmed their next game's a new IP that's going to uh, be have multiplayer and feature the open world systems of Days Gone. But will it involve the shit? No, it's a new IP, so we're out there in the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just came in from out there. You were out in the bitch? <laughs> I was out in the bitch. It's ass out there. <laughs> Total ass. Ass as far as the eye can see. AVGN <laughs> writes this next game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. But seriously, though, some game needs to have James Rolfe be a major character. We're, we're getting there. We need performance capture. We need everything. Kojima. You can make it happen. Oh, fuck. <laughs> now I'm just picturing Hartman, but it's James Rolfe. Right. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> oh, my God. God. God, that would be unreal. So, thankfully, um, thought, thought we could just knock out this one because I didn't put it in notes. The Devolver conference happened. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, it thankfully only showed four games, so I was able to pull them up on one screen quickly <laughs> Ooh. be able to roll through them. Um, uh, Cult of the Lamb is launching on August 11th. That's the, uh, the one where you create sacrifices to, and, and fight. You run a cult out monsters. in the woods with other farmland animals. It is pretty yeah. cool. You know, like yeah. you do. Hail Satan. Mm-hmm. For anybody who's ever been to Georgia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All the contacts you need. Mm-hmm. That would be. Yeah. We got a we got another trailer for Skate Story. It uh, looked really cool is, this time. Yeah, yep. Yeah. You do skateboarding moves. You're apparently made out of crystal and shatter when you bail. Tony Hawk's Crystal Chronicles. Yes. Yeah. Then we, then we got a couple of uh re- really cool revealed ones. Uh, Anger Foot. Yeah, fast-paced first-person action game where you're constantly kicking shit open and shooting people. It's pretty good. Yup. Mm-hmm. And, and and just driving with your feet. Very angry '90s indie comic. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, this was my this was my game of the show. Uh, the Plucky Squire got announced, where they show like this classic Toy Story like kids' room. They open up a storybook with this really nice art style that then transitions to them becoming real 3D characters that like explore stuff. I then learned that uh, James Turner, who worked at the Pokemon Company as a designer on Sword and Shield and stuff from various gens, left the Pokemon Company and this is like their new studio. Okay, I heard that guy left earlier today. I didn't realize he was doing this. Yeah, I didn't realize this was connected to him. I don't know why it didn't hit me. That's his art style and all of the art he posts on Twitter. (laughs) That's really good. That's super exciting. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for people who don't know, I believe he worked at the Pokemon Company from uh, (sighs) Black and White all the way until Sword and Shield and just recently. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, but they... uh, He was the lead art director on uh, Gen 8, I think. Yeah, yeah, he was the lead art director on that. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Like he was, he was front facing on that. And yesterday he said, I got a new studio. It's this. We're going to announce something soon. And then today that this popped up and this looked really, really nice. Yeah. It looked incredible. Yeah. It's coming out on uh, switch PC, Xbox series and PS five in next year. And uh, that's everything from the devolver show, which we thoroughly enjoy. We have some sort of, some sort of vod of that, I believe. Yes. 
Yes, we do. Yeah, that Devolver show is immaculate. Go watch it. Mm -hmm. Please. (sighs) And now... Uh, If you're okay, mm -hmm. I can try to shotgun these as fast as humanly possible. Machine gun, Uh, Kelly. Please, please do. Cuphead (laughs) DLC shows a cool boss, Ice Boss, June 30th. Make a sound, everyone. Good. Neon, neon white. I can't remember this. Anyone? Steve Bloom voices guy uh, yeah. who fights Car- demons Car- for Angel One. Looks like a solid yeah, B. Yeah, I, I liked it. it when I played the demo. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Looked good. Step, step, step into the mind of a homosexual. <laughs> Aliens. Dark Descent. <laughs> Xbox. PS4. With mouth open. PS5. PC. That. I, I'm totally down for a third-person top-down shooter. Alien Swarm, let's right, go. Right, exactly. I, I, mean, I mean, go ahead. They already put out a Left 4 Dead one, like, last year, so... <laughs> sure. Callista Protocol ends the trailer with the most fucked-up look at his face, realizing he's being ground up. Yeah, yeah that's... That yep. was awesome. That game's all now, the way like, what I'm, it is. <laughs> I, I, I am buying this day one. I'm actually kind of, like, in. I'm like, yeah, there's melee. Dead Space games, I gotta do it. They, they add melee to it. They have a dodge mechanic. It looks yeah. really cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it looks like the next like evolution of that. That isn't a forced co-op nightmare. Shooting, rain, night, steel boats on ships moving slightly from side to side. That's right, Modern Warfare Two. Moving on. <laughs> Flashback cool. to. Okay, I'm jumping in the air. Ask your parents. <laughs> yeah, come. <laughs> Coming this one. And ask your uncle if they don't know. Maybe, maybe you'll get better luck. <laughs> yeah. Witchfire. Fuck yeah. Sick. Looks that really was cool. insane. Yeah. Absolutely Where's that game been in my life? Oh, oh, so found out it's a roguelite. That's a little bit uh, discouraging. But, it looks, oh. but, it, but if it plays good, it can overcome like a 30XDX and Dead Cells. Mm-hmm. Yes. Y'all, y'all take it. That, that looked fun as hell. Yeah. No, it gets it. Mm-hmm. It yeah, can absolutely it. get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this one passed through me. I, I'm really glad you wrote this note, KZ. Yep. Fort Solid announced. Mm-hmm. You're in space trapped with Toy- Troy Baker. Yeah. <laughs> he has. This is the first of two Troy Bakers. <laughs> like you're in space and it's kind of spooky. You picked the wrong year to hold back on this trailer, my man. I know, right? Like this is the one space spooky one where we don't know a threat. <laughs> Routine has a soundtrack by Mick Gordon and has scary as shit robots. Also in space. First person space horror. Yeah, it's got a weird, like, analog camera gun or whatever. Yeah. And I think you're constantly spouting electricity from the environmental interactions. (laughs) Yes. Then The Rock had no shirt on. (laughs) Always a treat. Yep. (laughs) What was the name of that energy drink he was showing? Zoa? Uh, Roa? I was going to guess Zoa. Um, okay, maybe, I think it's Zoa. Maybe it is, yeah. Uh, it is Zoa. I put in my media thread this conference that I, it's just a shirtless picture of him doing the eyebrow with a motion blur. <laughs> Somebody showed a CG trailer for their fanfic based on Blizzard properties, and then it's it was like, Stormgate! It's also an RTS. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank we you. got one screenshot that went, oh, yeah, that, that is what that would be. Ex-Blizzard <laughs> devs making a game that Yep. Blizzard will never make. Diablo versus Diva. Let's go. High water. Sorry, go ahead, Phil. No, no, it's, it's fine. Okay. I, I got knocked out of it by Bubble. Uh, <laughs> high water. Yeah. It looks like Bubble. 
it, it was like ruined city that well, the water was floating above above ground and but you said no, bubble and that's the only thing i retained but but no battle core i know yeah. that's the, you so they lacked everything you are so lucky you didn't watch that <laughs> that's what i gather from the first five minutes of that episode i listened to <laughs> <laughs> that, that or maybe he would like it. Who knows? I, you keep insinuating that about bad things, Casey, and I'm I'm eventually going to start getting offended. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I no longer get offended at the cruelty you toward me, so I feel like there should be a good back and forth going well, no, on. No, it's only okay when I do it. Oh, okay, that but, makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah same here. Uh, American Arcadia. Uh, I'm trying to remember. It yeah. was like the defunct land-like trailer where they're like, we made this ultimate city and this person's trying to get out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, okay. like, it's like escape, escape the 1970s American utopia. Yeah, I, I filed that under looks interesting. Hope it doesn't control like ass. Here's the thing my brain does. I don't know if everyone else is like this, but if I watch a conference and you have an interesting world and etc., but your gameplay is a lot of 3D... But you're walking from left to right as I look at cool shit in the background. A lot of it, your trailer's cut from a lot of that. I will forget entirely what your gameplay was and just remember your world. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I remembered it and then I went, what the fuck did you do in that game? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> I just yeah, yeah. I just fucking forgot. Someone pointing out that it's inside but colorful and 70s really, really kind of nailed that. Where it's like, yeah, the gameplay looks just like that. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... uh Goat Simulator <laughs> 3 punked us. Yes, that was amazing. Uh, mm -hmm. That was a double punk of they they tried to make you think it was Dead Island 2 by recreating it. And also, I don't think there's a Goat Simulator 2. I think they skipped 2. <laughs> yeah, that they, was a, an unqualified victory. We have been defeated. That was, it was made perfect by Jeff Keighley running into it with a sequel to a franchise that you've been waiting a long time for. Yes. Yeah, I was, technically and, and I was true, willing to but. believe <laughs> I, I was willing to believe that Dead Island 2 would look significantly worse than it did from its original reveal, so I was like super bought into it just looking bad. That was, yeah. that was the best part. It wasn't they didn't tell us something believable and we went, well, that was a dick move. They made us believe something ridiculous <laughs> yes. for an extended period of time. <laughs> uh. That that was crazy and was making some of my friends go insane. Like Alto moments before saying, I'm making Dead Island 3. And then this happened. Uh, Marvel Midnight Sun dropping October 7th with Spider-Man acted by Spider-Man and demon versions of Venom and Hulk. Uh, that Hulk demon was fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. That Venom demon was really lame. I can't. I can't shake off how much it reminds me of the event comic that made me quit reading comics. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back and watch that thing. Of apparently, of just gameplay reveal because maybe that'll sell me more on it. Yeah, I thought it looked okay, but its usage of cards may in fact kill you. But we'll see. I don't know, Bob. I feel like going back and watching the uh, <laughs> the gameplay trailer might scare me away. I, I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to believe in the <laughs> in the cool design. Believe in the myth. <laughs> Because I know what happens. Cool except Wolverine. I know what happens at the end of that cutscene, at the end of the trailer of, oh, I'm ringing the bell. Oh, this worked at one time. Where is he? And then he busts in and it's like, ah! And then an XCOM thing starts. And I know that's like, 
Not what anyone expects based on what... This was the only trailer during all of Summer Games Fest so far that I just went... Reminder, chat. This is an XCOM game. Like, I had to remind them... This looks nothing like what the gameplay is based on this trailer. Mm -hmm. uh, but it could be really cool. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, some cat dad is making a midnight fight express by himself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's cool. neat. <laughs> August 23rd. It, it looked like a neat game. Uh, you can tell on that one I had no idea what the hell that was even after watching it. So I just wrote game and date. Uh, dude, beat dudes up, ride car, shoot stuff, top down. Looks Show guys pretty, through sinks. Look, looks, looks pretty high end for a, a solo project. Yeah. And I spend a decent chunk of this going, was that John Wick 3 that I had the two sinks lined up and then just puts his head through? Because I know it happened in a Mission Impossible. Yeah, I was like, but I, I feel yeah, like we watched some other fucking up. movie where that exact thing happened as well. And we were like, Jesus Christ. I, yeah. I think it might have also happened in 3. God, 3 so good. Yeah, I'm really excited for John Wick 4. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Honkai Star Rail announced mm -hmm. by mm -hmm. Mihoyo. Yeah, this is supposed to be a turn-based RPG from what we were looking at. Like, all the characters were lined up, did, like, super attacks. Yeah, I think technically this was announced earlier, but this is the first time we actually saw, like, a good chunk of it. And it looks cool as yeah. hell. Yeah. Uh -huh. I, I really hope the writers can handle something like this, because uh, you can't just fall back on your open-world gameplay if you're turn-based RPG. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Zenless Zone Zero gets another trailer. That was the action game made by Mihoyo. Yeah, it's like urban city environments. Cool character. There's like a wolfman with like like rocket legs. Yeah. Yeah, they did lots of cool stuff in this. And obviously uh, having characters that are very different from one another, which a lot of complaints around Genshin Impact are, oh, there's only like three model types yeah, uh, for characters. Yeah. Which they still do tons of new unique moves and stuff, and I always thought that complaint was a little weird, but hey, they're addressing uh -huh. it with this. Yeah, they're addressing it by going, that's a big wolf guy. Yeah, there's a giant yep. raccoon man and a wolf man in this. Very cool. Uh, what else do we have? We also have <laughs> Team and T Shredder's Revenge coming June 16th. They announced Casey Jones and six player local and yeah, online co op. That's really good. This might be my announcement of the show because the, the, I really this whole time like just add Casey Jones please and it's perfect and that mm -hmm. six player thing blew my ass. The turtles are fed up mode <laughs> where they just beat the shit out of you. <laughs> it, it's it's no longer defeat. We're gonna kill Shredder. Uh, I I'm just curious. We had that One Piece announcement. Yeah. Yes. I'm not a One Piece guy. Some, somebody tried to explain and hype up that thing or explain. Uh, I mean, we didn't really get told a lot. It, it's just like how almost every One Piece game starts, which is like, we found something messed up. Okay. Uh, Thank yeah, you. We're going we're, we're to have an adventure on this new island that we found, which is how most arcs go. Yeah, it's <laughs> a turn-based yeah, okay. RPG. Okay. That's, that's fresh, I guess. Uh, it looks higher rent than any other one they've made. So, yeah, that's exciting. I'll, I'll right. take this over World Seeker, which uh, was just a game where you only play as Luffy, and it's a Ubisoft and, open world game. Yeah, that that game's insane. I tried to play it for like two wow. or three hours, and I'm like, this is bad. This is real bad. Why why'd you do this? 
Uh, we also got an English dub trailer for Soul Hackers 2 and a release date of August 26th. That's God. good. God. Unrelenting. Yeah. yeah, it's coming out like <laughs> barely, barely a month after Xenoblade 3. You know, I've seen a lot of people being like, yeah, the news of this year is that it's delayed till next year. And I'm like, what are you talking about? We got so many announcements for this month. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm like, you need to follow the apocalypse of video games coming out. Fucking live a lot's coming out next month. And Jesus. my my premonition slipped. It wasn't IGN Expo. It was, in fact, Summer Game Fest Metal Hellsinger. Mm, yes. <laughs> It's all coming up, Metal Hellsinger. <laughs> I got to find out who in my friend circle doesn't watch our summer of gaming streams because they're like, this game looks interesting and cool. And I'm like, I'm melting. <laughs> We've seen it so many they times. They don't know what I've had to watch. Nope. <laughs> uh, demo out now. Oh, cool. Uh, Would you go try? Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll try it. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Nightingale gets another trailer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What was that? That that's, that's the, the one where you really like, cool game with all the bad adjectives. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. All the what? Oh. Bad adjectives. <laughs> the game that yeah. looks sick as shit, except it's a survival crafting, procedurally generated multiplayer yes. bullshit. Uh, didn't you combine cards or elements in order to craft the worlds you yeah, enter? Yeah, that's the way it seems. Yeah, that's cool as hell. Yeah, because yeah, like, they, they say cool. you're, it, this is a survival game set in the Fey Wild. So the implication is that you, you're like using Fey magic to open a portal to a plane using these like key cards. Mm hmm. Yeah, that sounds really cool. Yeah, this game might rule despite what it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Saints Row Boss Factory demo. Make your, yeah. make your boss. Yeah, make your character for the main game that comes out later on. I, want, I hope they have all the, op, all the voice options in this demo. Because mm. I, I know in, I think it was Saints Row 3 or I forget which one it was, where it's just like voice option 4. You're Nolan North. He's yes. being Nolan North. <laughs> so I'm wondering if I'm wondering if we'll have something like that where it's like you you can be Troy Baker. He's being Troy Baker. Yeah, that's the hope with these sorts of things, right? Uh, uh, an interesting thing that I noticed from a friend who was actually already booting that up. When you make your character, if you're like naked, they give you the options to choose what sensor you want on those parts. <laughs> They're like. What sticker do you want over the boobs? <laughs> oh, that's kind of funny. Fleshed it out pretty well. Uh, Warhammer Darktide launching September thirteenth. It's Vermintide, but Warhammer forty k. <laughs> right. <laughs> what more do you need? <laughs> yep. Late. So here's here's the thing I just realized, and I realized this before that last news bullet. I can't re I'm so late in this. I can't reorder the news to not end the same way the conference did. And I'm sorry. Because now we're ending our show the same way. Oh, shit. Layers of fear by Bloober team coming early 2023 using Unreal Engine 5. They had to tell me this because I honestly couldn't have told you that based on how it looked. Yeah. Uh, Gotham Knights. That was the most dusting trailer of Gotham Knights they could have made. It, it, a, a, lo a lot of really specific cuts to uh, make that combat look presentable. You think this is Dick Grayson's worst haircut in this game? <laughs> Just you wait. <laughs> then The Last of Us part started. 
uh, and didn't fucking stop. No, yeah. it was unrelenting. The oh, Last man. of Us Factions is a standalone multiplayer game with the story and a new cast. Actual real info next year. Yeah. Like eight with, fucking times. Here's a concept art for it, and that's all you have? What? This game's been developed for two or three years. I could swallow that if it wasn't for the next moment. The next moment being... Here's the Last of Us TV show. One picture. Yeah. Yep. Oh my God. Come on. We have the most time in this conference and the least to show. And I'm like, wow, that's fucking great. And they're like, Shay Baker and the person who played Ellie, who I don't know the last name of. Ashley Johnson. Johnson. Thank you. I'm looking at her on stage. I'm like, I like her. Why is she standing around during all this bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> they're going to play characters in the, in the show. Whoa. As I said, you know, it'd be really great if Troy Baker is just like, I have to do a really different voice from Joel, so here I go. <laughs> wow, look at here. Um, yeah, and Druckmann apparently directed one episode of the series. Once again, please end this segment. And then, what absolutely positively should not have been the conclusion of the show? The Last of Us remake, $70. Yep. Which, naturally, they just call part one because they called two part two. They couldn't show any gameplay. The game comes out less than three months from now. Well, it's, look, it's exactly the same. So what can they show? Allegedly, they have innovated the gameplay. Yes. Allegedly. I'm excited for this innovations that I, mean, uh, I will have the, to pay $70 to find. The Like... One of the core complaints I saw from sane people regarding The Last of Us 2 was... This feels like it came out two years after, not six, seven, seven years after. Yeah, it was a while after. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, seven so it like, came out right even if, PS4. Even if it, uh, it uses all the same systems as like The Last of Us 2, it's like, that isn't that much different than one. Yeah. $70, there is a $100 edition. It was a wrong decision to remake this game. Incredibly yeah. wrong, and it's literally the exact product of bureaucracy and bullshit. Mm -hmm. I, I can't yeah. believe that J Jeff Keighley let this be the conclusion to his show. It's like, this I know that Last just... of Us is a franchise is big, but this is the last thing anyone wants to see. Yeah. And if you could read the room yeah, at all. I, I, right? I, do, didn't help I do wonder, no. like, what, what, if, what are the sales of this going to be? Like, their comparison shots are not different enough to wow anyone who isn't just lobotomized. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he definitely likes this type of stuff where it's like, oh, it's, it's a transmedia event because they're putting out the remake. They got this other game. They're doing the TV show not too long after this comes out. So I can totally see why he just signed up for this. Yeah. Where he's like, this is exciting. Yeah. I, I just I just got pissed when I saw seventy dollars, and there's a digital deluxe for eighty, and PlayStation Direct it's already sold out, but they had the hundred dollar version with like a steel book and stuff for a remake that everyone is questioning why it exists. Now, to be clear, to anyone who's brain dead somehow, mm -hmm. uh, I think most people on staff enjoyed The Last of Us One. Like I enjoyed it immensely. Yeah, yeah. the hell out of that game. Yeah, it was really good. This is a terrible yeah, idea. Was... Turn back. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's been nine. It hasn't even been a decade. 
like this this wasn't a game that like suffered from the technical limitations of its time and now we can fully realize that it, it was a giant opus at the end of a gen it looked right. next gen when it came out it's too soon i've been sitting here thinking of how can i make this make sense uh-huh and you know um i i'm pretty good at that <laughs> i was a christian for 20 years <laughs> The only thing I can think of is if this was maybe part of their, like when the PS5 launched and they gave you like all those free games on PS Plus, Mm -hmm. the the welcome to play, like the, we know you've been buying Xboxes for 20 years, so welcome to PlayStation package. Uh Yes. That that might be part of that. That like, they're not going to go back and play a PS4 game. So if we make it a PS5 game, maybe that whole demographic will buy it all over again. Yeah. And then go buy two. And and then it's like, well, you didn't land that. People were pointing out this is coming to PC. This remake. Yes. Yeah. So that's, and, that's their and, way and to get PC prob- people that- to try to get okay. them to pay $70. Well, that was like, because there's no way they were going to be able to port the, uh, the Last of Us, like the original one to PC, because that shit was a PS3 game. They couldn't even make mm-hmm. the PS4 I mean, version actually for real 60 frames per second. I mean, that's true. If they were just remaking it to like a port it to PC, yeah, no, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know, but that wasn't the original intent. That just sort of accidentally became what is the single bastion of any logic anywhere in this. Yes. Mm. Uh, they also they also slipped in right at the start. We actually got numbers on The Last of Us 2 where it, it has sold 10 million. Oh, wow. I was, I was actually wondering how much that sold, but Neil, that's one of the first things Neil ended up saying. Wow, because I honestly, it sounded like it didn't sell that great because they didn't talk about sales. Yeah, Sony never wanted to talk about sales for that game, which is very weird. They're very open to talking about sales, mm. generally speaking. They weren't for Death Stranding, but similarly because people assumed the sales were bad. Mm-hmm. They eventually opened up on that. I mean, I'm sure that it didn't sell as much as they wanted for how much that game probably cost. Yeah, no shit. Like, they didn't sell 40 mil. (laughs) That game is so expensive. That game, and you know there's absolutely, because of the way they talk about making games at Naughty Dogs, there's absolutely some shit they just made and threw the fuck away. Because they Mm. came back one week and they thought, wouldn't it be more interesting if the story never fucking ended? You know what? That's how you do the grand opus video game about the cycle of violence. You go back and retry that seventh gen episodic gaming paradigm. So every two months we get, and then you go over to their camp and fuck them up. And then two months later, they come over here and fuck up your camp. Wow. Why did I buy all of these? (laughs) This is amazing. I'm an idiot who should be trusted with my own bank account. (laughs) No, but see, it's a value on Game Pass. (laughs) Anyways, I think that's it for the news. I don't need to do, what are we doing? (laughs) It's the summer of gaming, motherfuckers. We have five more days of this shit. So exciting. At least we're not doing a big thing, everyone. No, we have have six more days because Nintendo, the thing, Nintendo thing is rumored to be next Wednesday. Oh my God. Why can't this also be Tuesday? What were they thinking? (laughs) Yep. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how true it'll end up being. One of the games that showed up today uh, was uh, allegedly supposed to appear there. Mm. Yeah, that honestly, neon light. It would, honestly, it would be really great if that happened. Um, because mm-hmm. when we had real E3, 
uh-huh. Nintendo, towards the end of Real E3, brought it. Yeah, no, they always just came out at the very yes. end of the set and was like, oh, that's the best one, easy. Yes. Yeah, that's Sony showed up. Sony showed up and they're like, we're still fucking hammered. <laughs> and then Microsoft's like, we're cool. What's up? Daps, bro. I miss the days of like the Microsoft B plus conference, the Sony, which way is it going to go extravaganza? <laughs> and then Nintendo being like, the fuck is wrong with the rest of this industry? Um, yeah, we just, two we games just made you want, games. one game your mom wants, and we'll see you next month. I- <laughs> in three months, these people who wouldn't shut up for years that they're not being serviced are going to get all the blowjobs in the world. Nintendo, I feel like, is now has become the most exciting events because that's where people drop their here's our remaster of this thing. It's out today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <sighs> yeah. I, I really hope that is happening. Yeah. Yeah. That I, will help save the feeling of the summer of gaming. Right. Cause this is, this conference was okay. Ends really poorly. And then what we have left to look forward to is a little grim of like two days of stuff that looks really bad. Like IGN Expos and uh, Gorilla Collective, and then we have the Microsoft Bethesda show, which we've already been over in this this very news big yeah. thing. No, how no. many horrible problems they have at those studios? Right. Oh. Yeah. Um, it's hard to get psyched for that. Oh man, I'm psyched for that conference. They're they're gonna open it with a video of like, how dare you? How dare you not thank us every day for the products we make? We invented joy. <laughs> We invented the first-person shooter, game streaming, RPGs, the concept of a PC game, online multiplayer. And You're because- welcome for Fallout 76. And because of a small acquisition, we made the debayer method. Look it up. We invented cameras, <laughs> digital cameras. We did that. Thanks, guys. Uh, but yeah, yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm excited because, okay... I'm excited for the summer of gaming. Not oh. not because I think amazing things will happen. Mm-hmm. But there's there's some fun to be had sitting there. And if something great happens, you go, nice. And if something horrible happens, it's like you're sitting on your front porch just yelling at some dude, fuck you for shitting on your lawn. Right? Like, I, <laughs> I'm not at all unmotivated to watch it. No. It will be fun experience. I think it all looks kind of grim, <laughs> but that's fine. We're all gonna go on a hike. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're at the top of the roller coaster hill and that's that's not all roller coaster there's, track down there. See, <laughs> see I, I I differ from Bob a little bit because there's grim like Xbox and the PC game show. Uh-huh. And then there's grim like the IG and Expo and Guerrilla Collective and, and even though even those are might be okay, but then there's Grim, which is like the Netflix thing. The IGN Expo I'm psyched for because that's where I'm gonna see more wanted dead. <laughs> cool. Is that the uh that's the uh the thing for former Ninja Guy and developers? Former Valhalla or yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. actually is exciting. Yeah. Uh yeah. No, I'm excited to be there. Well, I guess that does it for this Big Think Live. Thank you all for joining us live. Hopefully we'll continue to be alive for the next week. Yeah, it sounds like we might have to keep live streaming daily until our next Big Think next Thursday. Yeah, what the fuck? Uh, (laughs) And then Sony will be, our second show is on that day. I know! (laughs) The bastards! uh, We've decided that our Sony show will be Thursday at 6 p.m. We're here to show you two more pictures of the Last of Us show. 
2018 blooper Silent Hill 2 remake. Wait, we have one more still from the TV show. Okay. Oh, no, wait, that's from the Halo show. <laughs> so, unfortun unfortunately, due to the poor sales of the medieval remake, we have canceled the Ape Escape remake. <laughs> we thought we should announce this. <laughs> You just mean. You're going to see a real life flash step if that happens. <laughs> <laughs> You're Damn, it's like gone. Dance in the video. <laughs>